KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It was discovered that if you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast at half speed, it sounds like the conversations that we're having in the room are between a bunch of drunk people. <laughs> By the way, three episodes a week get dropped of the Raza Boca Show podcast. Yes. If you've not yet subscribed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, also the Frequency Podcast Network. Correct. Well over 300 episodes available for you right now. And we've been getting submissions from people, fans of the show, who said if you listen to this particular part of the podcast, it sounds ridiculous because you guys <laughs> sound wasted. Yeah. Uh, so Leslie Sang um, sent us this from episode 289 where we're talking about that self-cleaning underwear. And we were saying that because David Morey, who's notorious for not changing his undies oh, right. yes, and yes, wearing yes. his the same undies for like five, six days in a row and sleeping in them as well, uh, but still putting on fresh clothes every day, okay. which is weird. Okay. Uh, we were saying that David Morey, like these self-cleaning undies that they're coming out with, David Morey is like the perfect candidate for it. The story about the self-cleaning underpants. Yeah. And Morey needs these. Get these for your boy. Like all yeah. this stuff. Every 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 different way. I'm not buying you underpants. Or you could just change your underwear. Yes. This. Buy them. But do you not and find I'll report it? back? But do you not find it like this <laughs> does it not bother you at all that on the day when a story breaks that a company's developed self cleaning underpants <laughs> for dirty people who don't change their underpants and you get tagged in that over your entire vacation. <laughs> and I get tagged in it over my entire vacation. To me, I was like, oh, my God, that many people love the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, when you listen to the, the podcast, the conversations oh that we're God. having uh, in half speed, we're wasted. Wasted. Uh, we'll go on to this one. <laughs> Chris Abbott sent us this from uh, episode 297 okay. of the Raza Mocha Show podcast, where Damon Mori is saying that if he were single and if in the Bachelor Nation world, if there were a gay Bachelor show, okay. that he would do it. Oh, wow. Rude. He'd be on that show, right? Rude. Friendly reminder, Damon Mori. Happily married. Thank you. <laughs> Damn it, Sorry. Maury. Married. Yeah. <laughs> Correction. Family views are good. One. I think we all agree. On if if I was single and there was a gay bachelor, I would do it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
Wow, geez, that is a lot of qualifying and things that you don't like about your life. <laughs> 30 men. Yeah, you wouldn't do well, though. No. They would all be into each other. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. That's a, the, the, your, the your show. Problem. Your show would be called the Spectator, <laughs> <laughs> the Watcher, the Watcher, <laughs> winner. <laughs> If you're listening to the podcast, again, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Frequency Podcast Network, and you find a portion where we're talking about something ridiculous, you listen to it at half speed, and you think it sounds even more ridiculous, like a bunch of drunks talking, then feel free to uh, send them in to us. (laughs) Let us know which episode as well, and your name, so we give you a shout out, (laughs) just like Chris Abbott and Leslie Sang. Thank you very much for that. Uh, But just hit us up, like DM us, and uh, (laughs) we'll play these on the radio. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Morning. I was just going to say it was so windy this week and I had to chase my dog's poop down the street. Excuse me? What do you mean chase <laughs> it? it? Rolled all the What way. are you feeding the dog? <laughs> and I had to chase it with a little baggie while crouched rolled? down. He was going and as it, it they came out and then it rolled away. That's a dry turd. Yeah. <laughs> and very light. Yeah. <laughs> What are you feeding him? Nerf. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Nerf bullet. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, when you, when you have him on the leash, yeah. you're chasing the poop, and you have to make sure that he's with okay, you. So hold on a second here. So you have the dog out, Andy Monroe. Yeah. Matthew is not with you. No, no. It was a morning poop, so I had to take him. Okay. So early morning. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so Andy Monroe does his business. Yeah. Okay. And it hits the sidewalk. As soon as it hits, boom, off it goes. Boom. Off it goes. <laughs> Never heard that noise before. <laughs> what sound does Poom make? Uh, yeah. Pew. And okay, then like and then off it goes. Off it goes. Right. Rolling away. You, you know, are you sure that somebody didn't put a turd on a string? Because I've seen this before in YouTube, on YouTube where somebody puts a $20 bill on a string, yeah. right? And then they wait for somebody to come and they pick it up and then they pull it and the person looks like a fool. Yeah. Right? Are you but sure? But then it's still 20 bucks and you still got to chase it. Are you sure yeah. it was not a turd on a string? I look like the fool, I guess. Okay. Wow. That's so did you catch it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, of course okay. I did. And then you disposed of it. Disposed absolutely, of it. It did, did all the. I was proud of him. It was a good poo. <laughs> oh, yeah. like a how fast? Of how fast you change, huh? When you get a dog. Yeah. Same thing when you get a kid, really. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah, you celebrate like, those big wins. You, yeah, you sure you certainly do. Like I'm always impressed by a huge turd. I'm still yeah. impressed by a huge turd. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. At home, we yeah. saw it with our four year old. <laughs> yeah. Called Sin. Daddy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I did a poo. All right, do you need help wiping your butt? No, but come look. Yeah, man. Did you ever think that would become your life? Never. Come look. Never. Did you ever think that you would be chasing one down the sidewalk? (laughs) No. And then going, I was so proud. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You didn't watch uh, SNL over the weekend, did you? No, I watched a bunch of it this morning, yeah. Rami Malek? Yeah. Um, did you see the, because the, the only thing that I saw, which everyone was talking about, at least on my timeline, mm-hmm. is the Squid Game parody yeah. song that Pete Davidson and Rami Malek did. The country song. And it's a country song. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny. And the music video for it, if you get a chance, go to uh, the SNL Twitter account. You can see the video there. But 
maybe green screen, maybe... God, it's so good, man. The way like, they digitally use, like, scenes wild. from Squid Game, yeah. but then put in Pete Davidson and Rami Malek in there. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, it was, like, one of the best I've seen that SNL has done. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, listen to this. Don't got a lot of money. Drive a rusted out Chevy. I just got laid off. More tab ain't paid off. My ex-wife hates me. Even had to sell my puppy. Yes, I'm broken. It's a damn shame. Yes, I gotta play the squid game. <laughs> yes, I gotta play the squid game. My only option is the squid game. Have a number, not a real name. Cause I'm playing in the squid game. Weird guards, pink guards, locked us in a big room. They got symbols on their faces like the ones on PlayStations. And the main guy looks like Dr. Doom. <laughs> Bunk beds, new friends. Piggy bank up in the sky. <laughs> There's a robot girl who caught me running. Better duck behind the nearest guy. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 this is so good, dude. Yeah, good. I know. I know. Broke my cookie and I got eliminated. Got a crazy girlfriend, thinks she might stab me. Oh, and then oh, they, no. they parody the red light, green light yeah, scene. Yeah, no, it's great. Oh, man, that's a skit from uh, SNL over the weekend, by uh, the way. Ratings were down this week from last week. With, of course uh, they are, yeah. With Kim K, because, of course, she pulled in a massive audience and then uh and people were asking before she was even booked like why kim kardashian and that's the exact reason because people are going to tune in next week is jason sudeikis yeah Mm, that should be be good that'll be real good and that's his first time hosting since being a cast member that's correct right yeah Yeah, yeah, but even this past saturday daniel craig made two appearances yeah i know and they were kind of my just whatever (laughs) yeah they were Uh, fine like the prince skit so they had keenan thompson and rami malek uh, dressed uh, as Prince, the yeah. singer, and they were auditioning. Jordan Peele was auditioning people for a new Prince role, and it was down to those two. Oh. And then uh, Daniel Craig comes in at the end dressed like a prince and was like, am I too late for the audition for the prince? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Stupid. Like It was stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh, but no, but uh, but Rami Malek's good because we were talking whether he could do comedy or not because I was like, God, did he ever do comedy? And then I remembered that he was the pharaoh in uh, King Tut in Night at the Museum mm-hmm. all those years but ago. But he has such a serious face and that's that the problem during, even doing comedy yes like i feel like i'm being forced to laugh right because if i don't like rami malik's gonna kill me or something you have to be such a character if you're gonna do that and and i remember collectively when we all figured out that christopher walken was actually funny yeah because for, awesome. because because for 20 years christopher walken like nobody if you wrote a list of all the people who you thought would be funny and great on SNL Christopher Walken may have been on that list but he was very close to the bottom I am a very oh, yeah. funny guy <laughs> yeah, thanks yeah. more <laughs> I don't know what that was I'm trying to figure it out yeah I don't know what that was do Walken again this is Christopher Walken <laughs> God, he's not like Christopher dying <laughs> 
Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Victoria, so happy to have you join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. How's it going today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good, we're good. What's going on in your life? Why are you reaching out to us? Um, well, the vaccine can really put a wrench in a new relationship. And um, um, this new guy that I've been seeing is totally opposed to it. Oh, wow. Okay, Victoria, yeah, now I get it. You wrote it says, Razamoka fixed my life. I've had many failed relationships after being divorced for six years. I met someone recently by chance, and I'm having a moral dilemma. I'm double-vaxxed, but he's strongly against getting the vaccine. I respect everyone's views on this, um, this very controversial subject, and respect his decision. However, it very well means that we cannot eat in restaurants together, nor can we travel anytime in the near future, which makes me sad and feel like I'm not I'm at a crossroad. Uh, I like him a lot, but at this point in my life, I want happiness to enjoy every aspect of spending time together. This is a very new problem to have. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you guys been dating? Um, not long, only two months. Oh, but okay. He's just, yeah, he's just a really nice guy and, you know, very romantic. He's gotten me flowers, you know, and prior to this whole having to prove your, show your proof of vaccination, um, you know, we went out a few times, which was really nice. And, you know, now it's going to be at a halt because he's mm. very strongly opposed. Yeah. Why um, Why doesn't he want to get vaxxed? Well, to be honest, he's, uh, I guess you could say he's one of those extremists that kind of believe it's not a pandemic, but a pandemic. Okay. So does this come up a lot, though, like in your in your daily conversation, Victoria, you and him, like talking about vaccine stuff or talking about COVID or talking about what's on the yeah. news? Yeah, he brings it up quite often and how adamant he is against it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how it's a kind of like a joke and, and, you know, why we, you know. Anyways, I've told him before, like, I don't want to hear it. Like, <laughs> I said enough is enough. Like, we're not discussing this. It just causes a lot of tension. But it's just, a, it's just something that, to be honest, I'm kind of leaning towards not continuing. But I don't want to be a bad person and, and um, think that. You know, uh, I'm being petty at, at any, you know, at any cost. I don't. So, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's petty. Um, when I don't even think that you have to get into his sort of reasoning behind why. I don't think that has to be the reason that you decide to stay or go. I think you nailed it in your letter to us, which is, you know, there are just certain things that we've all been sitting around. We've all been locked up. We've all been locked down. Uh, we all are looking forward to sort of doing things. And when you have a brand new relationship, there's things that you want to do. There's things that you enjoy. Maybe you want to go to a movie. Maybe in January, you want to go to a restaurant. Maybe yeah. you want to do all this stuff or bugger off and go to Mexico when you're allowed to. Um, you want to do all this stuff. You want to do all this stuff because the, to you, that's what sort of, you know, the uh, living in a relationship, you know, those little adventures, those little moments of fun. And as it is right now, your options with your new guy are sitting at home. And I think that if you don't want to continue this or if you want to hit pause on it, I don't even think that you need to get into the reasons why he doesn't want to get vaccinated. I think you just stick to the to what the actual truth of the matter is right right yeah all those things you said are true 100 percent. so um yeah so i just kind of like I, like i said in, in my heart i think i've made the right the, the decision already it's mm. just i just feel that i um i will i don't want to come across as being selfish and you know um like i said petty or whatnot so nah, but sometimes yeah. you deserve to be selfish right because you said you wanted the, the, the happiness. You've been, you know, 
divorced now six years and you're looking for something else, something a little bit more permanent now, I think you're allowed to be selfish. And if this is the, the call that you want to make, then go for it. I think you already, and you already said that you made the decision already. You just needed confirmation from us. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I've, heard, I've listened to you guys, and you've made a lot of good um, help. You know, helped a lot of people with difficult situations, and I respect that. And just when you when you do make your decision, um, don't consider yourself to be selfish because you're not the selfish one here. He is. <laughs> okay, that gives me uh, you know a little I mean? more. Push. But yeah, that, that I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, and then and then like send him some pamphlets or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sign him up for a yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you have all his info. Go to the Shop yeah. Drug Mart website. Sign him up. <laughs> Dose one, sir. <laughs> Ready for you. Okay, that's a great idea. I'll, I'll, I'll take that into consideration. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Victoria. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. So they say, according to a new study, they say um, a ninety-minute, which was what they call a quick power nap. To me, that sounds like a long nap. Uh, really Perfect. does help the body and mind. Researchers at Northwestern University say napping for just 90 minutes can boost your motor skills and memory. The team finds that sleep can enhance a person's ability to learn challenging motor tasks uh, since it helps the brain process and focus on new skills. After a short sleep study, study participants were able to perform more quickly and more efficiently than if they did not have that extra rest. Do you mm, nap, Mocha? I don't. You do not. No. You used to. I used to. And, I, and my... Nap period was exactly 90 minutes. Exactly what 90 minutes. from having a nap? I couldn't... Uh, just life. Yeah, just life, yeah. man. So when do you nap, Maury? I nap every day um, as soon as my husband starts his work Zoom at 11, because I don't want to hear that. And so, so how bed. long do you nap for? Um, usually about an hour, about an hour 15. So around 90 minutes. Yeah. Around 90 minutes. Uh, and do you find that when you get up... I feel like crap when I wake up. That's what I was saying. So how mm. long does it take you... Before you start sort of feeling, because according to this, you, you will. As soon as I finish my morning, like my after nap chocolate bar, I oh, swear I need sugar God. and then yeah. I'm okay. So you yeah. go for a nap and then you wake up groggy. And I have some sugar, sometimes some ginger ale. <laughs> You're yeah. like a nana. It's like you live in a retirement home. <laughs> I'm going to take my nap and then I'm going to have my candy and my ginger ale. <laughs> Right? And then I'm good to go. Okay, so lemon drops. So you get up. You have your lemon drops. <laughs> okay, you have your lemon drops. Your What chocolate bar do you eat? Oh, it's the fruit and nut one, the Cadbury fruit and nut. Okay, so you have your lemon drops, your fruit and nut, and your ginger ale, <laughs> God, right? Yeah. And, at what, and how long after a nap does it take you to start feeling normal When he starts again? getting ready for bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, I need you to, Matthew, I need you to open the door on the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't far off right. from that, huh? No. no, you know what, though? I will say, taking those naps, those 90-minute naps, like, I felt great, like, after, but I found that 30-minute that thirty minute window after I woke up from the nap, Yeah, uh, I, I did, much like more, I just felt groggy. groggy. Maybe because I didn't have lemon and I, lemon I will drops. say, I feel better after a nap on the couch for yes. some reason. Yes, sure. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I feel much better if I sleep in the bed. I'm a, uh, I'm a mess. Yeah, but if That's it's, a sleep, but if it's sleep. thank you. Uh, but if it's a but if it's a couch nap, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. For, and this and this, the problem is this time of year right now is the best weather for napping. No, like because you open the living room window just a little tiny bit and you get like a little bit of that breeze comes in. You can put a blanket on. The sun's still out. It's chilly. It's like it's glorious. You sound like you're staying at the same retirement home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So people are freaking out over Robert Pattinson and the Batman. Who's ready they, for the Batman? They released an, a sh- tiny little, another tiny little clip last night because the the there's an official trailer being released tomorrow at DC Fandom, and everybody's been doing a countdown for that. Mm-hmm. And and this is a movie that's just been riddled with problems. Yeah, and not 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 to mention the problems that the the rumor of Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves hating each other, the director. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, yeah. There's really? that story too that they just <gasps> that they just didn't get along, and no. and then now people are worried that this maybe isn't franchisable or what whatever it is, all that stuff. But the fans right now are freaking out because you got to hear a little bit more clearly in a clip that they released last night of what Robert Pattinson's Batman voice sounds like. So in the in the the they released a trailer last year where that was the the i'm vengeance where normally the line is some creep says who are you or who the hell do you think you are and then the line always is i'm batman but our pats doesn't say i'm batman he doesn't do the i'm batman line he does the i'm vengeance line the hell are you supposed to be i'm vengeance Okay, so that is all we had really heard up until last night. Yeah, Ben, just after that ass kicking. Thank you. And then last night, they release, it's just a clip of the bat signal, right? Mm-hmm. The thing on the top of the building that the commish uses to call Batman, right? It's the the big spotlight with the bat that goes in the sky and everything else. And so you get a little tiny bit more of what Robert Pattinson sounds like. So we'll play it now. I want to get your opinion on this. Okay. Does he say, whoa, that's a bright light? <laughs> no. I'm busy. Close. <laughs> I was in the middle of something. <laughs> oh, man, not now. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Oh! It's, it's, it's not, not just a signal, it's a warning? It's not just a signal, <gasps> it's a warning. Oh, let me hear that again. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Guys, y'all better run. Okay. He's gonna kick your ass. So let's uh, let's compare that now to everybody else who has really done Batman as far mm. as their Batman voice goes. That's so, actually a pretty good voice. Yeah, I don't mind it. Hold on, let me hear it again. It's not just a signal. It's a warning. Great sure. line too. Yeah. Right. Great line. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I guess we should start with Adam West in 1966. Don't go on. I can tell you right now, it's not gonna stand up. <laughs> let's go. But inconspicuously <laughs> through the window. Okay, okay sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not, okay, I'm, that was. Ooh, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, I th- your favorite? Who's your favorite? Oh, Christian Bale. Okay, so okay, so before Obvi. we get to before we get to Christian Bale, let's yeah. do a lot of people's favorites, which is Michael Keaton, who's about to reprise his role as Batman. Oh, right. I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a good one. That was a good one. I mean, uh, by comparison, uh, Val Kilmer from 90, uh, 1995's oh uh, Batman Forever. I forgot Val Kilmer was. I see without seeing. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. No. What am I? Please! You're as blind as a bat! 
Exactly. Okay, so that's Val Kilmer. That just sounds like regular uh, okay, Val Kilmer. George, George Clooney from Batman and Robin. Oh, George Clooney would like to forget this. Why are all the gorgeous ones homicidal maniacs? Is it me? Enough. Oh, come on. Sweet. No. <laughs> no, no. First you're going to tell me where it freezes, <laughs> then you're going to jail. <laughs> so intimidating, right? <laughs> Sounds like sounds like Uncle. Shut you up. know what I mean? It's like Uncle Mitch. Right? <laughs> Shut up, George. Yeah, you're not my dad. Yeah, go uh, have another Nespresso. Okay, then we get to uh, Christian Bale. Very controversial Batman voice for Christian Bale. Tell me where the trailer is. Then you have my permission to die. Yeah, oh, very, very, very controversial. Very I actually weird. didn't mind it, though. But I didn't it, mind it. That is my favorite. Batman voice. Yes. Uh, Will Arnett from Lego Batman. We can't forget about Will Arnett. Batman doesn't do ships. What? As in relationships. (laughs) Okay. I would say the most comedic Batman. (laughs) Will Arnett's a great Batman. Uh, And then finally, uh, Ben Affleck, Dawn of Justice. We will. We can bring Gotham back. Mm. We will. We can bring Gotham back. Not a bad Batman voice, but uh, but so let's go back now to play that new clip of uh, Robert Pattinson. It's not just a signal; it's a warning. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's in line with like what we like. Yeah, with Christian, it's almost like a mix of Christian Bale and Will Arnett. A little bit. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You kind of right. got a little bit of both. It's not just a signal; it's a warning. I just hope that when they release the full trailer of yes. the Batman tomorrow at yeah. DC Fandom, that we get a little bit more dialogue from Robert Pattinson. And it's not just that part. Right. Right? Not just like a bunch of scenes where he's kicking ass not saying anything. Yeah. And then you just get that one line. Yes. I want to hear how different, because for me, the thing that made Christian Bale great is that his his portrayal of um, uh, Bruce Wayne yes. to the other Bruce Wayne to Batman were so wildly different from each other, even oh, the way that, even the way that he talked. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I I'm curious to see what uh, our Pat sounds like as uh, both Batman and uh, and Bruce Wayne. But that's tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, here we go. So uh, DC Fan Dome went down over the weekend. It was like four hours long, mm-hmm. and they saved all the Batman stuff for last. Oh, thank God! I watched it all on YouTube later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a pretty cool event, and, and they get everybody shows up. The Rock showed up. Like, I mean, virtually, they just do these of course. things. Uh, uh, Jason Momoa was there, James Gunn, John Cena, and then uh, eventually they got to Matt Reeves, Zoe Kravitz, and Robert Pattinson. Because um, this was like the real big highlight yeah. of fandom, the one thing that everyone was waiting for. Let me just play this real quick. Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky, it's not just a goal. It's a warning. Oh man! Like I know the uh, the trailer. It's just so vivid. You have if you haven't watched it yet. It's so badass. I like it a lot. Uh, So uh, Catwoman and uh, Batman. Catwoman slash uh, Selena Kyle which is uh, Zoe Kravitz. So here, I want you to listen to this. This is Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. It's a uh, clip 10 um, talking about uh, the Batman. For some reason, Batman just always stood out. 
It's one of the major characters of the 20th century, and so many people connect to it on such a deep level and for so many different reasons. The first conversation I had with Matt about it, I just knew there was something radically different from anything we'd seen in Batman movies before. Right from the beginning, there's a desperation to it. He's really working out this rage. All the fights seem very personal. What's so wonderful about this world is the exploration of the gray area. Catwoman really wants to fight for those who don't have someone else to fight for them. And that's where Batman and her really connect. He wants to inflict his kind of justice. He's just compelled to do it. There is no other option. Well, I'm very well, excited about this. If you watch the trailer, like this is the first time Batman's looked really, really angry. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Like it's kind of compelling uh, how angry he looks. So who's the other? The other villain are, uh, villains are what? Riddler, Riddler and, and Penguin? Penguin, yeah. Mm. So uh, I believe Colin Farrell is Penguin. Yeah. And, uh, you he didn't see even look like the, him. No, no, no. He's just like a regular, excuse they, me, regular dude. did a real good job. Uh, So this is uh, Matt Reeves, the director, and Robert Pattinson talking about the screen test and which suit um, Pattinson actually wound up wearing. Do you remember your first day, Rob, when you were wearing one of the actual bat suits? When Rob and I first got together, like, we'd had all those conversations, and then just by virtue of what it is, it's Batman, the studio's like, well, we always do, like, a screen test, which is so, like, you know, kind of the same thing you guys did, Rob did first by himself and had literally was wearing i believe val kilmer's Kilmer's, (laughs) bat suit yeah wow which by the way like the moment you put it on like that was kind of a crazy moment it was crazy but but i remember putting it on and thinking that this is impossible this is going to be absolutely impossible i remember you saying like because i guess just trying to move i mean wearing a kind of two inch thick rubber suit or latex suit and being incredibly nervous and full of adrenaline the whole time. I remember we did like two takes and then you were just saying, what, what can we do about the sweat? <laughs> oh like, no. Nothing. There's nothing that can be done. I have to be drained of liquid. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Imagine though it's you're in that in suit there. Yeah. for hours on hours filming yeah. every day yeah and then you a- add in the the action su- sequences as well right uh and this is uh pattinson talking about the difference between uh bruce wayne and the batman he doesn't have as much control over his personality like the delineation between when he's batman and when he's bruce is not so clear i mean and other kind of um iterations of it you know he really knows what he's doing when he's putting on the cowl and um I kind of really like this idea. It's a little bit out of control. He hasn't completely defined what Batman is. I mean, it's kind of, he gets lost in it. Whenever he's putting it on every night and it's kind of, you're basically, he's not sleeping and he's you know, becoming this quite sort of odd creature. It's awesome. going to be interesting to see Pattinson playing Bruce Wayne like maybe a darker version because typically we see in all the movies Bruce Wayne is like this kind of flamboyant out there making up for the fact that he's angry on the inside by personifying this kind of playboyish attitude. Yeah, that was one of the things with Christian Bale's. I really loved Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne because he was two Bruce Waynes. There's the actual Bruce Wayne, and then there's the Bruce Wayne that he wants everybody to see. And Mm -hmm. I think that Christian Bale really nailed that. I don't know what they're going to do in this one uh, because I think that 
Bruce Wayne and Batman are just both really angry in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like all the time. There's it's that very dark. The very entire, dark. The entire oh thing, God. right? Yeah, but it looks really cool. So that's uh, March 2nd, 2022 for the Woo! Batman. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sinead? Hi. Hey, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story, Sinead. Thank you. Okay, so you are calling us from where? Um, Belfast. Belfast. Oh, nice. All the way from Belfast. Belfast Island. And, what and, up? And sometimes for a story like this, we have to go all the way to Belfast to find such a story, which is a hell of a story, by the way. Uh, so talk, <laughs> talk to us before we get into this uh, about your family. So you, you got kids? Yeah. So um, there's the boys who are here is um, Connell and Stefan. Your your cat's name uh, was was what? Simba. Simba cat is called. And, and how old was Simba? Um, so she's 14. We've had her from she was six weeks old. Um, Connell got her for his third birthday. Um, he is now 17. So she was very much part of the family, like treated like a princess. Um, we just adore her, actually. And was Simba like an indoor outdoor cat? Um, she would go outdoors, but always comes home at night. Okay, gotcha. I have a question for you, Sinead. Yeah. So what the hell is the hell of a story? You have an awesome cat that gets along with your kids. Okay. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's part of the story. But uh, but what 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 happened? What happened that day when you guys went outside and uh, and talk us through the the discovery? Okay, so Simba didn't come home um, the night previous, and my husband Freddie he was going to the gym. He seen a little cat very similar to Simba lying knocked down on the bottom of our hill. Um, so he then obviously came home and was like, oh my goodness, I think Simba has been knocked down. We need to go and see. So obviously then we went to go see. I kind of was like, oh my God, it's my Simba. So wait, so um, you walk up, you walk up, there's a cat at the bottom of your hill and it's, um, yeah. it's Simba. And like, was he, was she hit by a car? Would she, did she fall? What happened? Yeah. Yeah, squished, like literally squished by a car. Squished by a car. Yeah. I don't know if I want to hear this. Yeah. So, so, Simba, RIP. Okay. So, at this point, at this point, do you talk about like when you're going to tell the kids? Like, what are you thinking about in that moment when you find Simba? Um, squished by the car. So in that moment, it was 5.30 a.m. And in that moment, I was going to work. And all I could think about was, oh, my God, my cat is like squashed at the bottom of the road. But I also need to get to work. Then was like, look, we'll get you to work and I'll get the cat brought no. somewhere until you come back from work and we'll look at it properly and, you know, make sure that it's Simba. Yeah. Which happened. And then, then, and then, so you guys, what, you and the family get together and decide to have a funeral for Simba? We were so heartbroken. I told the boys, the boys were devastated. Oh, we cried. No. I, my parents and my sister and my brother live in Scotland. We had told all them. Everybody was heartbroken. We were all so sad. What did you do? Did you cremate Simba? Yeah. So we brought her then to the vet to be cremated and we ordered a headstone off Amazon. Oh. Um, we had literally spoke to the wee five-year-old Stefan, telling him all about the Rainbow Bridge and how it'll have wings and be playing with all the other animals. And then, like, 10.30 in the evening, Simba rocks up crying at the door for dinner. And we were like, 
Oh my god. Wait, sorry. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So So your real cat like your actual Simba, not like ghost Simba. Yeah. Like the whole family is so no. devastated. You start seeing ghost Simba. This is real life Simba. Your family cat Simba, 14-year-old yeah. Simba yeah. walks up to the door. <laughs> yeah, and just like cries for dinner as a what's the fuss? So, um What? Yo, shit. <laughs> But you guys confirmed. How do you not know your own cat? 14-year-old Simba, you confirmed that this next cat was Simba, but meanwhile it's another dead cat? I know. So you so this is how it got crazy then. We realized then. So once the celebrations then, we're like, oh, my God, Simba's home. Told everyone, oh, Simba's home. This is amazing. Realization then set into me. And I was like, oh, my God, I've actually cremated someone else's cat. Oh, so, so what next? Did you find out who that cat belonged to? Or was it just like a stray that nobody knows who the owner is? No, so we then, um, there's like a, a, a Lost Pets and Find West Belfast page on Facebook. And I actually mailed them, like, looking back now, I actually can't even believe it was me. I mailed them, like, listen, my cat went missing. I found this cat. I thought it was my cat. Um, I sent it for commission. <laughs> but my cat has a right to my door. <laughs> And the lady was like, oh, my goodness, you know, you've done a lovely thing, but we'll never know the owner. So then she actually met me back and she's like, actually, this guy has like the same kind of like cat on the lost page. Why don't you contact him? Which I did. And by this stage, then the vet obviously was closed and I was able to phone the next morning. The cremation hadn't taken place and the chip was over. It was little Milo. And we saved the day because the owners were able to get their own little cat cremated. But I still can't believe it was me. And oh then, bang, God. it went around the world. And I am still listening to um, What's New Pussycat every day. My husband works in the shopping centre. And yes. people walk past him saying meow. And it's crazy. Wow. So Simba's A-OK and everybody in the family is happy. Yeah, everything turned out well in the end. Oh, well, that is a hell of a story, Sinead. Thank you. That's great. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, that, you're very welcome. That was a hell of a story, Sinead. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. How are you, man? Yeah, good. Are you, though? Yeah, I'm oh, great. okay. Yeah, no, I had chili fries for dinner last oh, night. Oh, you always make yeah, this mistake. I know, I always do. Always. And I ate them too late, too. Yeah, on a Sunday. I know. Why would uh, you do that to yourself? I don't know. It was a mess. Because I had all the stuff. Yeah. And then. Doesn't mean you had to use it I then. Know, right then and there. I know. Okay. I shouldn't say chili fries. They were, like, more like fries supreme. I used to love you have to understand, like when I when I grew up, I had no fast food around me, right? Mm -hmm. So when I moved to the city and I was able to go to fast food places, it was like me trying a lot of them for the first time. I don't think I had Burger King until I was like 20. Oh, really? What about yeah. Taco Bell? So Taco Bell I discovered after that. Taco Bell was yeah. like the, the, the fast food place that I discovered last. Yeah. And, and very affordable. At the time. Very affordable. Thank you. Um, and I used to go in and get uh, two soft tacos and a Fry Supreme. And Fry Supreme to me was just the, one of the greatest inventions Isn't of all time. Is that the one, time. the ground, ground beef? So it's, it's fries, right? Uh, melty cheese ground beef, a little dollop of sour cream, mm, and chives. then like 
green onions, mm. right? And chopped up on top. To me, that was just the greatest meal ever. And it came yeah. in that tiny little box and you just oh. eat it with the plastic little fork yeah. and also everything else. very affordable. Right? Very <laughs> affordable. Too affordable. Uh-huh. Too yeah. affordable. Too affordable, very filling. Right. And so ever since I discovered those, I've just made them on my own. So anytime I'm making taco meat, like for the girls or having tacos or whatever else, I always throw in some fries and yeah. I do Fry Supreme. Mm-hmm. And if you eat your tacos over the fries, then any meat that falls out goes back into the fries. Which was what makes the whole operation brilliant. Yeah. Right? But the problem is that at home is that you have control over the portion. Thank you. That's the problem. Because when you it's go... It's a problem and mistake. Okay. So when you go to Taco Bell, everything has to fit in that tiny little box. Uh-huh. Okay? And it still tastes delicious. You still feel full afterwards. You feel fulfilled afterwards. Yeah. And you're like, I just had one of my favorite things in the world. But when you're at home... Yeah. And there's no rules. Mm-hmm. So I made last night for myself what would have been if you put them in those tiny little Taco Bell boxes. Yeah. Four and a half orders. Oh, okay. For one sitting? That was me. Did you just space you. it out? What's that? Did you no, space it out? No, no, all at once. <gasps> and and when I go to the table... Wait, did you use more than one plate then? No, 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 just one plate. One big, full plate. dinner plate. And it was oh, probably three God. inches high. It looked like a thing of nachos, but only oh, it was fries. That's better and, than what I made. Thank you. And when I when I go at it, okay, this is how you know I'm serious. And this is when Catherine looks at me and goes, oh, my God, is when <laughs> is when I show up to the table to eat and I bring a fork and a spoon. <laughs> so I know I'm getting everything because it's not because because the fries start to go mushy yeah. and once the fries go mushy that's when the spoon comes in. Yeah, you got to scoop everything up. And so I'm sweating right now like still from the fries supreme. I like How long did it take for you to eat the whole plate? Oh, what too long. Yeah. Like everything was cold. Is there any left in the fridge? No, in the fridge you don't save that man. You get that yeah, out no. of your life. Yeah, that has, that's a, that's a sit down one and done meal, Anything man. left on that plate you cannot put in Tupperware. So what time was this Nobody, that you ate? 9:20 Oh my God! Are you si- yes? Well, I was in REM sleep <laughs> at nine twenty. Nine twenty. How long? At four. Four. How long did it take for you to finish that meal? Oh, like probably twenty minutes. Like okay. 15, 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so so we go nine till or sorry nine twenty. Nine twenty. Yeah. Is when you started or nine o'clock? No, nine to nine twenty was when I started. Okay, so nine twenty. Yeah. Meal is over. Yes. How quickly did you fall asleep on the couch? Oh, within, I would say, realistically, I missed the end of Succession, and Succession finished at 10. So oh, I'm guessing yeah. I, I ate from 9.20 until about 9.35, 9.40. I was gone by 9.45. Oh, of course you were. <laughs> Why'd you eat so fast? <laughs> right? What do you mean? Gone. Why'd you fall asleep so gone. fast? I was, I was asleep. <laughs> Asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even remember going to bed, but That's I dangerous. but I remember what my burp smelled on my way in. Oh no, gross! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You always hear these stories of uh, actors who audition for roles, and just your brain can't help but go to how different those movies or shows would have been had they got the part. Mm-hmm. And David Duchovny from X Files. And yeah. Californication. Did you ever watch Californication? Never. No? Uh-huh. Such a good show. HBO, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Showtime, I think. One or of Showtime, the two. Yeah. yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the first, it got a little muddy in the middle, and then it picked up again later. It was one of those shows where yeah. it went on a little too long. How many seasons did they do? I think they did like four or five. Oh, Right. Yeah, yeah, but, but definitely seasons one and seasons two were just awesome. Like yeah. they're so good. It's such a good character. I mean, he was a mess and not particularly nice. Yeah, uh, but it was just a very, uh, it was a very cool show. Uh, but Duchovny was on with Ellen 
talking about. Oh, Sopranos. No. You tried out for Sopranos. I way bet. better. Way better. So, so we'll hear from David Duchovny and then we'll come back and uh, talk about how different this show would have been had he got one of these roles. This is very interesting to me because people think, you know, when we're successful that we've always been successful. But the amount of things that you auditioned for and tried out that you did not get... You tried out for every male character of well, Full House. True. Yeah, I tried no. out for Full House for, like, I think all three of them and the little girls. The, uh, the, the, <laughs> and they, they kept, uh, it was my first time out in L.A., and they brought me out for different shows, and I ended up with the Full House stuff, and they just kept on trying to plug me into different characters, and, and clearly I was wrong for every single one. No. Yeah. Um, the only character I could see David Duchovny playing if he were to land a role on Full House, right, would have been Danny Tanner. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't like. I don't disagree with you. I don't think all. he's jokey enough to be Uncle Joey. I don't yeah. think he's. No disrespect, but I don't think yes. he's cool enough to be Uncle Jesse. Right. So what about what about this? Um, what about uh, Emily Blunt as Black Widow? Emily Blunt? Yeah. But keep remember, though, Emily Blunt was incredible in Edge of Tomorrow. Did you ever see Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt? No. Bro, time travel how something? have you not seen? Edge of Tomorrow is one of my favorite sci-fi movies. Is it really? Over the last, I would say, 10 years. Tom Cruise, he like yeah. dies all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Emily Blunt, as because uh, I think it was a scheduling conflict that prevented her from doing it. You know what? I could see her as Black Widow. Right. Really, huh? Yeah. Um. Forrest Gump. Oh, man. What got to do this to me, Jenna? Okay, so we all know that Tom Hanks, that's like a legendary role for yes, Tom Hanks. Like an absolutely course. legendary role. It was originally, don't apparently, don't apparently, don't ruin apparently, Gump for me, apparently yeah. it was originally offered to John Travolta. <laughs> okay, but but I could see John Travolta playing that role. No, you could I absolutely could you really? can. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. I could see John Travolta playing wow. Forrest Gump. Uh Gwyneth Paltrow audition for uh, Rose and Titanic. No. No, you couldn't. That's nah. not something you could see, huh? No, no, no. Um God, there's a, there's so many of these like just great stories of people who didn't get the who didn't get the job. Um Anne Hathaway auditioned for Knocked Up. Did you ever see Knocked Up? That's I the did. Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was, right, whatever. Whatever. it was a fine movie. I think that went to Catherine Heigl, and that ruined one of the things that ruined her career, right? Because yeah. she, I remember, she, I interviewed them for that movie, and then she did the press in that movie and started trashing the movie while doing press for no, that movie. Did she really? Why? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't like it. She didn't like the way her character was portrayed or written. Like, She's she shot nice the movie. She's she a nice person in real life. I, she I doesn't mean, seem like it. I, listen, who am I to say, right? You, you just hear stories. Yeah. Um, but she was, I remember, she tried to sink the movie while doing press for the movie because mm. I guess she saw the movie and then didn't like the way that it turned out or her character or she had second thoughts or whatever oh, it was. Wow. But it was very, very early on in the promotion of the movie where she started trashing the movie. Oh, yeah. Dang. And then, of course, the most famous was Eric Stoltz and Back to the Future, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she called it a little sexist. Yeah. That's what she called the movie. And then yeah. Seth Rogen said that he felt a little bit betrayed by those yes, comments. Yes, that's from, right. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a betrayal. Wow. A so betrayal. that could have gone to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. She, um, no. no. What'd you say? I don't know. You just had... Like, I know. Said Anne Hathaway. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Um, I got to play this for you real quick. Yeah, Former please. Toronto Raptor and current Chicago Bull, DeMar DeRozan, was talking to Draymond Green. Draymond Green for okay. who plays for Golden State. Draymond Green, by the way, the identical twin of Shem, who works here on the Raza Moga oh, Show. Oh, yeah, really? Looks yeah. exactly like Shem. Yeah. It's crazy. If you see a side-by-side, twinsies. So Draymond has a YouTube show called Chips through Bleacher Report. And there's two things that people are talking about. When DeMar DeRozan, who's from Compton, California, first arrived in Toronto to play for the Raptors, his very first time touching Canadian soil, Mm -hmm. the culture shock had set in. Listen to this. This is DeMar DeRozan. I didn't have a passport. I didn't have none of this Threw me off. Like, damn. Nobody I know has a passport. I remember going up there by myself that next morning, go to Toronto. I'm seeing in the airport in French. Like, I'm like, I'm like losing it. You know, you know how it is. They're like, they go to like the whole culture shock all over again. You know what I mean? And this time around, it's somewhere where I can't just go home. You know what I mean? I didn't have nobody with me. I was by myself. I remember, bro, I was still wearing chucks in the wintertime. I didn't know how to dress. Never you know what I mean? Never been to the cold. I never been to the cold. I never been to the cold. Mm. Nobody there to really teach me. I'm the only rookie on the team, so it ain't like I got somebody I can hang with. It was a it was a shock. What's so interesting about that is most people don't understand. They hear you saying like I got to drive to Toronto, but at that time, 13 years ago, Toronto's not what it is today. No. Yeah. So you walking through the airport, it's French signs on the highway. Yeah. It's like. It's very Americanized now. No, today. yeah, yeah, it's mu- yes. But at that time, it was tough, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It was, it was, it was the toughest time that was necessary for me. So, tomorrow, I don't know what he's going on about. It was, <laughs> Toronto was a different place thirteen years ago. Please, uh, with the French signs. Uh, Demar Derozan sitting down with Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors for his YouTube show called Chips, and he tells a story of when he found out that he was being traded to San Antonio. Okay. Listen to this. We all met. We had a a dinner, you know, have a sit down and have a conversation about like, all right, we about to do this thing. We about to give it one more shot, blah, blah, blah. And two days later, you get a call. That was the that hurt. Like, tell me beforehand, like, look, it's a possibility. We think about doing this. Cool. You know what I mean? And your call come from who? Masai. He tell you, Trey. Yeah, he calls me. So, one, I'm in the movie theaters. To this day, I do not watch this movie, right? <laughs> What's the movie? Equalizer 2. <laughs> My phone keep ringing. So, Masai, so I'm like, what the f-? So, he texts me and said, Debo, give me a call when you get a chance. So, I'm like, all right, cool. So, as soon as I send the text back, I get on the gram. I'm like, all right, I don't see nothing on the gram. I'm on Twitter. I'm Googling so I'm like, all right, I don't see, like, you know, it's just in my mind. Uh-huh. So I leave the movie theater, I get in the car, call him back. He didn't answer. I'm like, all right, probably ain't nothing. He called me back. He just, you know, asked how was the movie. Like some casual <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, the movie was cool, blah, blah, yeah, what's up? She was like, uh, yeah, we just traded you to San Antonio. I just want to let you know it's going to come out in the morning. And I was like, literally, bro, I, I, I touched the driver. I said, stop the car. I got out the car and just walked down the street, hung up the phone, sat outside, a, a jack-in-the-box or a Del Taco for like two hours. That's what I got. Wow. 
<laughs> Sad, man. Wow. Yeah. Go to watch Equalizer 2. Find out you're not part of the team no more. <laughs> yeah, like it says, I don't watch that movie anymore. Yeah, it affected I him. <laughs> <laughs> That's former Toronto Raptor, DeMar DeRozan. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Came across this list of people, um, things people pretend to like. It's sort of interesting. Okay. Uh, the one that really stands out that I'll get your opinion on now and anybody who is listening is uh, other people's kids. Oh, that should <laughs> be the, number one. That's the one standout. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Other people's kids. Yeah. Now, I was I thought about that, and I'm like, absolutely, I don't like other people's kids. But then I thought about it for a second, and I'm like, I, I'm more disinterested in strangers' kids. Sure. I've liked some people's kids that I know, mm. right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't dislike all other people's kids. Some kids are oh, funny. Oh, is that what I, it means, though? Th- like, that means... Things that you pretend to like but actually don't. Oh, yeah. But I yeah, think like, it's when you go and meet the new baby and you're like, oh, my God, oh, it's so cute. Yeah, they'll bring it to no, me like, when it's five. Friend, wow. Um, <laughs> so, so I still got another year with my yeah, son. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Um, no, I thought I. So for friends of mine, yeah, who I've known forever, yeah, and like I've been in that kid's life for a long time. Sure. This rule, this does not apply. Right. Like if it's other people who I don't really know. So let me go through some of these other things that people uh, tend to pretend to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, com- oh, is a new outfit on there? Company Christmas parties. Oh, yeah, worse. That's uh, forced uh, fun. TV shows like The Masked Singer and The Voice. Never watch a full episode of either. But why pretend? Why not just say I don't like it? Uh, vacationing with extended family. Mm, Won't do it. Yeah. Running. I don't mind running. You'd really, huh? yeah? Oof, I hate yeah. it. I Nothing know. worse. Yeah. Nothing worse. Nothing worse is running in the same spot on a treadmill. Um... The injected lip trend. Small talk is on there. I quite enjoy small talk. Uh, going to church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> look, at Shum, look at the look on Chump's face right now. Come on, man. Why? I love that. I'm not saying you don't, but what I'm saying is people pretend to like it. Yeah, they need church. <laughs> <laughs> is that Most the folks. solution? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Chump. Water should be on there. People, yeah, maybe yeah, people pretend to drink. People pretend to like water. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A wow. lot of people. What? I have a full thing of water here. Yeah. yeah but do you actually like it? Yeah. You do, huh? I drink a, I drink a ton of water. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I don't drink People feel they have to drink water. Catherine always walks into the living room with a glass of water for me because she's monitoring my water intake. Oh, really? Yeah, because I don't do drink, do I don't, water. I don't drink water. Like, I, I'll, like, I'll drink it if I have water, right? But I don't go looking for water. Uh-huh. Right, what do like you mean I if don't you have water. Like you're somewhere where there's water, like is right there. Like if I, uh, like if I get something like to eat and I'll get a bottle of water, right, or something like that. Like uh-huh. if I have water, I have water. But you wouldn't walk into the kitchen independently and just grab I, a glass of water. Like I fill up your own glass of water. I've never once been sitting somewhere and got up specifically to Why get a glass of water. You're drinking water because you have to hydrate and all this other stuff. Yeah, but you're drinking and... supreme, or you're eating supreme fries. On I know, but listen, she's just she, she, like it's all about the water intake, right? Yeah, and I and and when I do get it, I chug the whole thing back in the yeah, slam the yeah, glass yeah. down on the counter You're like I'm drinking supposed to do that like I'm drinking in protest yeah right because yeah. to me fine here yeah watch <laughs> yeah you want to see it watch no but that's that's a tricky move I know because if you do that then she'll be like oh you love the water and yeah. then she's gonna go and refill that I glass know. again right? oh, add I to know. your list neighbors 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 is on the list people pretend to like their neighbors oh really yeah do you oh. like your neighbors I do. no yeah. you do y'all like more my neighbor called the security on us on you for what because our dog was barking oh 
in, at one in the afternoon. Oh, and she yeah. called security. Yeah, well, shut what? that dog up, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say other people's dogs too yeah. should be on this list. <laughs> Things that people pretend to like. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to get out of my flip flops at some point. What is the latest? Because you start wearing flip flops. Oh wow! Snows. Yeah, so you so, can go like legit until like December if yeah, it decides yeah, yeah. to yeah. not snow till yeah. till then. Yeah, huh. yeah. And this is recent with me because I was always like a cool shoe guy, mm. right? I loved all my cool shoes. I had like shoes that had these crazy points on them, and I used to get like. Um, like all the Varvados editions of Converse and everything. Mm. Like I used to be like a cool shoe guy and I used to really love it. Is it because it's too strenuous now to bend over no. to like put your shoes on? No, no, no. It's actually easy. They're all slip-ons. Nothing oh. with laces. Okay. All my shoes are slip-ons. When do you think the last time was that you had to like bend over and mm. tie or get your foot inside of a shoe? Uh, well, I have a shoe horn mm-hmm. for some of the tighter ones, right? right? Um, wow. What? Tight pants and even tight shoes, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's but I don't even wear tight pants anymore. Huh. Nah, I'm sort of over it all. I'm over really? tight things. Yeah, I just, yeah. It's no. not, I mean, I, I still do. Don't get me wrong. I still I still do. Like, I still enjoy it. Um, but I'm just not, like, and I don't know. And it wasn't COVID because it started to happen right before COVID mm. um, where I'm just, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I went from wearing you know, exclusively like very expensive, not that I paid for them, uh, very expensive, you know, super fancy pointed, you know, kick-ass shoes to wearing $6 Walmart flip-flops every single day of my life. Fam, let me tell you though. Yeah. Those Walmart flip-flops? Right. Underrated. Here, this is what they, this is what they, uh, the Walmart flip-flop, if you don't have a set of these Walmart, those are the ones here. The rubber ones? Right, yeah. Yo, they have, I buy a new pair every year. Same Every summer. Because I yes. destroy it. It takes me a full year to destroy them. Same Z. Yeah. Well, it took one afternoon for a new dog to destroy mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, the yeah, ones that yeah. I had, I've had for like years. Yeah. They last. Oh, no. I have four pairs sitting at the, by the front door. Do you I, really? Yeah, I have all, and they all have holes up to the bottom. Underrated. Else. Yeah, they are. Maury. Do you know you mentioned shoehorn and I tried using a shoehorn? I can't do it. Why can't you do it? I try putting it just, I can't. Do you know where the shoehorn goes? Yeah, I had a, there was a lady that walked me through it and even she was walked like. Walked you through it? She was like. You okay, took a course on shoehorning? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's like, yo, no one's ever not been able to do this. She's oh. like, okay, let's try again. I couldn't do it. Have you seen that thing that's like a shoehorn, but it's for your socks? Where you put your sock Stop around it. the end of this like plastic mold? Stop it. Yeah. And then you put your foot in it and then you pull the mold out. And as I you pull that. the mold back, it puts your sock on for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even that. joking. So it replaces your hands. Yes. <laughs> As it should. Yeah, you know how hard it is to put yeah. socks on? <laughs> basically. Shouldn't be that hard, though, more. Yeah, that's what she said. She, also, I have no idea because I haven't worn socks in about two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> 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 even in your winter boots. So when the, the, the first snow falls and then we get into the winter months, yeah. you won't wear socks inside of your boots? Uh, No. Really? No, not really. Oh. Not really. I'll wear socks every now and then, um, but I just, I'm not a fan. What if they get wet? What if what get what? Your feet. Well, my feet are going to get, then I won't have wet socks to deal with. Right? <laughs> All you losers walking around with soakers. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I'm just wondering when it's going to snow because you hear all these stories throughout the year of like whether the winter is oh, going to be bad or it's not going to be bad. said it's going to be a bad winter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is, winter. as soon as you start talking about snow, somebody starts like quoting the farmer's almanac. Yeah, it's always. It's always, always the farmer's almanac. But I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to keep, uh, I'm going to keep going with the flip flops for as long as I can. As late as possible, yeah. right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Sydney. Oh yeah. Um, Getting ready for that new Scream movie in January. Yeah, I'm still on the fence about it. 
Why? Because uh, I want it to be funny. Scream, Scream was just so wonderfully self-aware and had great jokes and comedic moments in it. It was still a great horror movie, slasher yeah. film, but um, there was it had that thing that just made it so unique. And then when I watched the new trailer, there was just there wasn't one single joke in it. Like there wasn't even anything kind of like a little bit ironic or anything. So I'm still on the fence about it. I'm very interested because I like that original cast is back. Everything else, uh, but I guess in order to promote. Um, this they've partnered up with uh with tiktok and they've made the voice ghost face voice mm -hmm. available to you to use as the text-to-speech oh on instead TikTok of the, uh, videos. the female voice yeah the one that sounds like this yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> sounds exact right guys yeah yeah then this happened yeah <laughs> this is yeah. what happens when you show up to work late yeah slap your dog on the bum and show what happens. <laughs> um, um, that feeling in the morning when you wake up hungover. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, show me you grew up in a trailer without showing me. Um, <laughs> or whatever the hell those things are. I don't know. Tell me, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but so Tell me you're Canadian without telling me you're Canadian. Right, yes. Okay, enough of that nonsense. Uh, so this is Drew Barrymore because Drew Barrymore in the original Scream, if you remember, she died like within the first couple minutes, yeah, right? Spoiler like, alert. Horrifically. Oh my God, that's like a 30-year-old movie. Still, just in case anyone like hadn't watched it for then the first time yet. That is not my problem. That is not my problem. Anyway. So Drew Barrymore made the announcement, uh, I guess, on her show with a TikTok video. And so the voice you'll hear, the Scream voice you'll hear is the actual voice from TikTok. <laughs> Hello? Oh, Drew, it's not the 90s anymore. Put the landline away. I'm in your TikTok. Oh, Ghostface. Um, um, I, I, you know what? I, I'm dating a football player and he's really big and he's gonna make a TikTok to kick your TikTok. I saw your interview with Vanessa Hudgens. I know that you aren't dating right now. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you for watching the show. Of course. It's the best of daytime. I'm glad that I checked my local listings, but I'm still going to haunt your no. TikTok. Quick you, do you know if David Arquette is on TikTok? No, I think he actually is. Uh, and just in case you're wondering, because I know that that sounds like overly produced, but Maury uh, did one for us with the Ghostface voice, and it actually sounds like really good. Mocha, is the studio door locked? I haven't forgotten about you and Ross. Do you like scary movies, Mocha? Right? <laughs> wow. It's not bad. And is that the original voice is from it the, Is it the guy or is the it just movie? a sound alike? Yeah. It's the Do you like movie? scary movies, Mocha? Hmm. Why does he say my name weird, though? It's almost like he says Mocha. Mocha. Do you like scary movies, Mocha? Oh, Mocha. Do you like scary movies, Mocha? Do you like scary movies, Mocha? And he really puts some uh, testosterone on the end of my name when he says it. Mocha, is the studio door locked? I haven't forgotten about you and Ross. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about you and Ross. Do you like scary movies, Mocha? <laughs> Mocha. Like scary movies. Ross and Mocha. Yeah. Ross and Mocha. This is what happens when a weird voice says your name. The Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. So, Bachelorette last night. Episode uh, one for all these shows. For me, at least. Maybe because I go to bed so early. They're overwhelming. 
It's very overwhelming. Yeah. It just takes so long to get to the main yeah. part of the show that I'm interested in. But I know, I understand you have to give context to who some of these guys are yeah, 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 and yeah, where yeah. they're from, what they do, and blah, blah, blah. So uh, Clayton, who's on the show, is already rumored to be the next Bachelor, so keep your eye on him. But uh, I want to talk about Ryan right now. So Ryan is a guy from... I don't know, like San Jose, like somewhere in California, something like that. Um, Ice cream guy from last night. And Taysha and Caitlin are both still the sort of pseudo hosts on this season of the show. The mentors. Thank you, the mentors. That's what I was looking for. Um, And they wanted to go looking around some of the guys' rooms in some of their luggage to see what they brought. And they find this guy, Ryan, the ice cream guy, and they go through his stuff. And listen to this, because what they found in his stuff was he had all sorts of research that he had done before he went on the show about how to, like, get more screen time and how to act like other. Yeah. So so listen, listen to this clip. This is uh, uh, Tasha and Caitlin going through Ryan's things. We're actually going to inspect a little bit. Oh, so you're going to make fun of my stuff. Okay, go to town. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's nothing in anywhere, so go, go. So, bye. I feel good about this. I think he's a great guy. Yeah. I don't even want to know what they're gonna see. Oh, Caitlin. What is this? He has everything written out to a T. Research on how to actually get more screen time. Past cast members, who he should try to act like how to get a good edit. Make it seem like you're super interested. It was actually kind of uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like it. Oh my God. But is that so wrong though? But he's like really playing the game. Honestly, watching last night, I didn't think this was an issue. I thought he did his homework. Yeah, like is that that so wrong? I guess it does seem a little disingenuous, but like, but it it doesn't seem like super wrong to me. Uh, So anyway, so so here is uh, number nine, Mocha. Here is uh, Tasha and Caitlin telling um, uh, Michelle about Ryan's research. So the other day, we went in and popped in on some of the guys, like I told you. Yeah. And we found a document that one of the guys had and had a lot of things about how to act around you, about how not to be a quote-unquote villain. He obviously did some research into teachers, Mm -hmm. and verbatim what he had written down was, so make it seem like you're super interested in that stuff. Oh, damn. (laughs) Is it somebody that they've already spoken to? So it's Ryan. Ice cream Ryan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yo. Snitched on episode one. Right? Holy. Uh, So uh, which one should we go to next, Ryan? The one where they're in his room or the one where she uh, talks about red flags? Just go to the confronting. confronting Which one's that? Number, the last one. The last one. So give me 12. Okay. Uh, This is when uh, Michelle. Bachelorette Michelle. Bachelorette Michelle um, talks about finding the notes uh, with Ryan. This night really started off on a great note and fully get that there's going to be bumps in a relationship. Of course. But I am not okay with starting a relationship on red flags. And just give me one chance to make it up to you. You'll need to respect that I'm going to choose to listen to my red flags. And so unfortunately, I will be walking you out. Oh, no. Is there any way I can change your mind? Again, my decision is made. Okay. And so I am going to have to walk you out. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> nowhere, home. nowhere in the documents did it say how to come back from that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I don't know what I would do in this situation. Uh, this story out of West Vancouver. This happened on Monday. A 13-year-old. His name's Hunter. And he's on his way to school. And he comes across a pack of four coyotes who then look in his direction. They notice that he's standing there. Mm-hmm. And he's by himself, by the way. Mm-hmm. I would just freeze. I don't know what I would do. Or I would, thinking about it now that I've had time to think about it, mm-hmm. I don't know what you do like in the moment, but I think I would just maybe try to walk away, yeah. walk in a different direction, but try to keep my eye on the pack of coyotes and just hope that they don't follow me. Right. So he's 13 years old and he comes across a pack of four coyotes who notice him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen to him tell the story about what happens next. Okay. He tells City News. This is in West Vancouver. Four coyotes, all full grown. And then I saw a fifth one go around, circle the whole pack, and start walking towards me. And the pack followed that uh, coyote. I think that was probably the uh, actually scariest moment of my life. How old is he? 13 years of old. Of course that's the scariest moment <laughs> of your life. <laughs> so then he starts running and... One of the coyotes, the leader of that pack that he said was like kind of circled the, the others and then yeah. led. So 13-year-old Hunter is running home. He gets home five minutes after he oh left, yeah. right? And yeah. he's running and this other coyote, the leader of the pack, is like just chasing him, but lightly jogging. You got to outrun a coyote. And he's got to outrun the coyote. He makes it home, runs inside. And this is what his mother says. At first he said there was a coyote on the street. And I was just about to tell him that's really not a big deal. You could have just walked past it. You would have been fine. When he managed to sort of gasp out that there were actually five of them and they had followed him. And honestly, it was terrifying. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? There's actually signs down um, in the parks here and stuff like that that tell you what to do. You're supposed to, like, you don't run away. You're supposed to yell at them. Yeah. And they get scared. Because there's hey, a coyote, coyote I thought that was like yeah. bears. No, yeah. I thought you were supposed to yell at bears. No, you're supposed to make loud noises at the coyotes. You don't run because then they think that you're, they're supposed to chase you. You're supposed to yell at them. Yeah, coyotes are awful. what? Yeah, coyotes are awful. Look, if you hey, hey, coyote! Yeah, yeah. Hey. I'm not food! Hey, yo! Hey yo, well, we, we, hey yo. There's Let if me you pass. if you're in law if you're in Los Angeles, there are signs everywhere for like missing dogs and missing everything else, oh, no. right? Because they just get out and the coyotes get them. Because dogs don't know. They walk up to a coyote. They're like, oh my god, look yeah. at you, another yeah. dog, right? Well, they we look practiced. the exact same. Matthew and I we practiced all the time because like our dog. So you Matthew would lift up Andy. And then we would be like, hey, go away. Where do you think you're going to run into a coyote? You live downtown. No, in but a we condo, go to Hyde Park. There's coyotes there. And you're surrounded. <laughs> you're surrounded by nothing but condos. My dad had coyotes in his backyard. I mean, he lives an hour outside of the city. But if we're there, we have to have a plan. <laughs> you, that dog's dead. Yeah. You and Matthew are so over that yeah. fence so fast, right? Fast. So fast. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I had the window open last night. So I could sit with a blanket. Huh? I had the window open, so I'd let all the cold air in. So I could sit on the couch under a blanket. Like I got the place like just chilly. Because that's how I But then you cover out. yourself in a big blanket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Because I love the feeling of being on the couch where 
you need a blanket. Like I love the feeling of being on a couch where you sure, put a blanket that. on and you're like, oh, that feels so good. And because the house is so hot because I was cooking all day yesterday. Uh, um, that, uh, do you open the windows when you cook? Um, sometimes, yeah, depending. Catherine always asks me to open the window because she thinks everything that I cook is spitting grease all over the place. Yeah. Which may not be wrong. Um, but so, <laughs> so you say she may not be yeah, wrong. So I get so okay. I, this is this is what always happens is I'll be in the kitchen cooking something delicious. Is she listening right now? Probably. Um, I'll be in the kitchen cooking something delicious, right? Yeah. Like the smell will be so great, like so great, and I'm so like just pumped and proud, ready for my family to to like eat it and just all this stuff. Uh-huh. And then I look over, and Rox is always like, "Oh my god, that smells good." And then I look over at Catherine and she goes, can you hit the fan? <laughs> right? You get the smell out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Like I never, I never, I never get that. She eats it and it's delicious and she loves my food and everything else. Um, but it still um, gets in your hair, gets in but, your clothes. Yeah, but I wear aprons though, right? I'm an apron guy. Are you? Okay. Yeah. You don't do aprons? No. Really? Mm. I love aprons. I'm only apron now. Yeah, I think only apron. Last year. You I gave th- me an apron. I gave you an apron. Yeah, right? I wear it all the time. Oh, do you? Yeah. Nice. Have you ever cooked naked with just the apron? Um, no. Oh, that's a thing on TikTok. No, what cooking naked with an apron? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have that body though. Nobody wants. Yeah, but the to, apron covers it. No, you know when you peel a banana and it's all rotten on the inside. Uh-huh. That's me in an apron, right? Oh, no, like, buddy. yeah, yeah. What bruised? Like, yeah, just like it's, Why dis- so bruised no, off? it's disappointing. No, I'm just saying it's just disappointing, yeah. right? It's a bit of a heartbreaker. Like I know Are that you it, fishing for compliments. I know that in your head you might be like, I wonder what Roz would look like in just an, in just an apron, right? I'm telling you, it's 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 disappointing. Like when you peel a banana, you think is Edible, and then you, you open it and it's all brown on the inside. Why wouldn't you let us it think though? it was nice? Nah, because it's have not. you tried it like maybe just like by yourself in the bathroom? Have you tried it? Tried just what? See what it looks like. Just to put an apron on? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. My apron is like a thick canvas, uh-huh. right? Okay. And I don't know if I want things Does rubbing the apron on the go all the way down. And oh, I don't know if I want yeah. things rubbing on the back of the thick canvas. Mm-hmm. Like I, I it would irritate. Yeah. Like your nipples would get irritated. Yeah. I have yeah. one apron that goes all the way down. What do you mean all the way down? Like how far down does it go on your body or do things like, does it cover everything? Well, it's not, a, it's not like, what kind of apron do you think I wear? Like a, like a vest? <laughs> like, you think I go, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's an apron, it's apron length. I don't, I don't know. wearing a bib. Yeah, like, it's, a, it's apron length. Like, do you think I put something around my head and it only comes to my waist? <laughs> like, I'm at Red Lobster? He's <laughs> like, we thinking over right? here. <laughs> and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Jim. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm okay. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Um, So we know that you're stressed. We know you are got some feelings going in. My friends are trying to be nice during a really bad breakup, but they're just making it worse. Oh, man. Yeah, you were says, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I'm currently going through a phenomenally bad breakup. And I'm grieving pretty hard. I have several close friends who I know are worried about me. And they're trying to cheer me up, but they're saying the exact wrong things and making me feel a thousand times more crushed. Uh, I've mainly been coping and bolting at a town every weekend because I'm just trying to keep my head above water. uh, And I know that I don't have the energy to deal with them being well-meaning morons. (laughs) What what can I say to them uh, to not sound rude, uh, but tell them that they are actually making things worse? So the breakup happened when? I guess technically August. We never actually broke up. We were together for about 10 years, but it was always like a right person, wrong time kind of thing. And we had like a really silly little miscommunication. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I'm not going to call you first. You call me first. But... 
somebody told him some things about me that were totally wrong. Like I was not interested and I was moving on for good. So he got a rate. He fell into an arranged marriage. Excuse me. What? How did he fall into an arranged marriage? He thought he and I were done for good. And he, um, there's a lot of background stuff going on, but he, within about two and a half months, fell into an arranged marriage. So and was then, he cool with the arranged marriage? I don't know. Um, oh. He and I were talking up until the, the night before it happened, like because I found out a week before it happened that this is what he was planning, and I was like, what? what? So had you guys in your on-and-off 10-year relationship talked about maybe getting married? Oh, okay. Okay, so let's get to your lousy friends. So what are they? They're not lousy. They're you call them morons. People. They really are morons. Okay. Yeah. So well, let's sorry, get... No, 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 no. Well-being morons. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, so what are they all saying to you? They're saying a lot of things like, oh, he really sucks. I'm like, no, he really doesn't suck. He's actually a really great person. Well, maybe he never loved you. No, I know oh. he loved like. Just a lot of whatever the exact worst thing you can say is. They're like, yeah. let's all jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Right. The, the kind of typical stuff that you try to console a, a friend with after a bad breakup. Have you tried saying to your friends, like, listen, I know like exactly what you're saying to us without calling them morons. But I know you guys are, 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 are trying to be nice and trying to be supportive. But what you're actually saying to me is making me feel worse or it's really upsetting me or... Anything along those lines? Um, I have, and one of them told me that they were actually trying to be very gentle with me because they know how overwhelming the situation is. Mm. I know they actually are trying to be gentle. Like, they're trying to speak to me with, like, kid gloves on kind of thing. But, like... (laughs) I don't know how to it's, say it. It's like they, they have very specific ideas of what they should say, and they don't get that. No, just give me some breathing space. I'll tell you, friends have a real moronic way of making your grief all about them. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, yep. and and people do that and I never understand why people do that. And they do that in the weirdest times. Like you, you could be, you could have somebody who that you love is dying and a friend will walk up to you and go, Oh my God, I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. And, and it's the, it's shut, the, your it, it, shut your mouth. Right. <laughs> um, but they have a weird way of making it all about them. And then if you say to them, I don't want to talk about it. And I specifically don't want to talk about it with you. Um, What's going to wind up happening is those friends are going to talk about you behind your back, right? So it's not going to it's not going to fix anything. I think that telling your friends that things hurt, like if you're going through a breakup, the worst thing you can say to somebody having having been in a relationship for ten years is that, oh, don't worry, he probably didn't love you anyway. Like what the hell is that then? So like what? So what? What are you saying? Like I'm the moron? I'm the idiot that I didn't realize that? Like what are you actually? What are you telling me right now? Like what are you calling me right now? Um, and I think that in those situations. Um, it has to happen at the moment, right? So if somebody says to you, um, hey, listen, you know, you were together with this guy for 10 years. He went off and did this. Obviously, he doesn't love you. Your reaction at that point should be to look at your friend and go, that doesn't help. Yep. Right? I think that you you need to shut it down when it happens. I don't think just agreeing, nodding your head, letting them think they're doing the good job of a friend and then sort of skipping out of town on weekends because you can't be around them anymore. I don't think that helps anybody, especially you. I think that this stuff is stuff that needs to happen in the moment. So the problem there is I think everyone's kind of got used to I'm hiding and I'll be out of town like like I, I've been really avoiding everybody, so I'm not really sure how to re-engage with anybody. I think I'm being a little stubborn if I don't want to be the one to call anybody and be like, hey, I want to hang out because like, I just don't want to.
Okay, well then don't. If you don't want to hang out with your friends, don't hang out with your friends. But yeah, don't don't, right. don't avoid people that you actually want to spend time with, because you can easily say to them, "Hey, listen, let's go out on Friday." Um, well, I don't want. I didn't just say I don't want to talk about this. And it's not that I'm like super hard or I'm keeping secrets or whatever. But I just want to go out and just be me. And I don't want you to treat this like, "Oh my God, we got to go show her a good time." Like you just need to be normal. And you haven't yes. been normal for a very long time. And the reason I've been skipping out on town at a town on weekends is because uh, I rely on my friends for that normalcy. And when, and I'm going to be honest with you, when I hang out with you, I feel anything but normal. I don't even feel good about myself. Yeah. So Ooh, let's just go back to being normal. Just such a weird thing to say during COVID. It is. I know. Uh, but no, I think that you can, I think that you can do this. And if they are really, really great friends, I think that you can be honest with great friends. I've had this, I've had to have those conversations with friends before where I've been like, yo, I know the reason you're bringing this up is because you see me and I'm acting a little bit different because I'm still hurting and you want to say things to help me get over it. Honestly, this is something I got to do on my own. And if I want to talk, I will call you. If I need a friend, I will call you right now. I don't need that. I have to say, though, one thing that actually has really been helping yeah. is your podcast. Like, oh, really? You, you've been a, like, a huge ray of light, and I have to thank you both for that. Uh, well, Jim, that means everything to us. Thank you. Uh, also, you have a couple of options. Roz delivered some great lines that you could literally say word for word to your, uh, your moron friends. <laughs> Again, you called them moron friends, okay? It's not us being mean. Those are no, your words, no. exact. Um, but we hope that uh, that you get through this, and, and, and we hope that you get through this um, a lot quicker than it has been lately for you. Thank you, guys. I really, really appreciate it. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. The old guy in Squid Game, uh, the 77-year-old who's player one, mm-hmm. I guess, like, he was talking about how much the show changed his life, and I don't even think he has proper representation. I think, like, his daughter's helping him out with... Dealing, dealing with all the fame. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. He's not like an actor, like a well, actor? I don't. Yeah, I mean, but I don't. Like I just don't know Korean how popular he was. Right? He mm. said this. He goes, "I feel like I'm floating on air. It makes me think. I need to calm down, organize my thoughts, and uh, hold myself back right now. So many people have been contacting me, and because I don't have a manager to help me, it's hard for me to handle the volume of calls and messages I've been receiving. So my daughter has been helping me out. Oh, wow. Uh, he also uh, revealed that he's already turned down offers to star in TV commercials. He said things have changed quite a bit, even when I go out to a cafe somewhere like that, uh, I now have to be aware of how I appear to others. It's made me think being famous is tough. (laughs) Oh, poor guy. (laughs) But you know what? In in, uh, cases like this where somebody just shoots to to superstardom, like instantly, you would think that people like industry folk would be reaching out to be like, hey, do you have somebody representing you? Yeah. Already. You know what I mean? Like you hear that, that happens in Hollywood all the time. Well, it, geez, it's it's interesting because um, what? Yeah, money. Um, well, because guys like Bill Murray, the story with Bill Murray is that Bill Murray is incredibly difficult to get a hold of because Bill Murray doesn't have people. And if you want to get a hold of Bill Sorry, Murray, what do you mean he doesn't have people. Bill Murray doesn't work with like a team of people. And the, oh, really? the stories He's go. So the, the stories go that if you want to get a script to Bill Murray, yeah. you have to get it to somebody who knows Bill Murray, who knows Bill Murray's home phone number. No, he doesn't have a home phone number. He's a fax machine. A fax machine. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But so, doesn't he have an agent? I, no. I, I, no, but like it not not for anything like that. Like if you want to get Bill Murray a script, you have to know somebody who knows Bill Murray who's going to see Bill Murray. Has it always been that way? No, I don't think it's always been that way. I just think that He's that's the way he likes his it own now. Clock. Like I was supposed to interview him for this show. Yeah. And I was waiting. We were all waiting. And they came in and went like, well, Bill has left. Yeah. So we can't reach him. So yeah. we're done. Yeah, because he's probably like he'll yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's rude though. Yeah, yeah. It is rude. It is rude. Yeah, I get that. There's some parts of that eccentricity that some stars have where it is incredibly rude. Like when Mariah Carey was 24 hours late for an interview, where they had well, to put they had to put us in a view, right? they had, yeah they had to put us in a hotel. She yeah, was that, that late. Like straight up rude. Like right? it's part of your job, and yes. you know well in advance. And somebody like Mariah Carey, she's got a team of people to yes. help her with her schedule. Yes, right. So but, when but you have, have Mariah, that team, maybe she just didn't know. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. The lights were set up in her living room. Yeah, she would know. You know what I mean? No, but like, I just think that she she wasn't told when to show oh, up. Oh, no, she was told. Yeah, she, she was told. She has multiple people who yeah, know yeah, the yeah, schedule. Yeah, Like, yeah, that's yeah. a straight up yeah. word. Yeah, she was there. No, I know, but maybe she was told a different time. No, but she was there. For somebody, somebody. Look at more. The woman was 24 hours late and you're standing up for How can Trying I to defend that. <laughs> no, pissed. don't do that. Uh, but no, but when you talk to people who have done a movie recently, like in the past 10, 15 years uh, with Bill Murray, their stories are not about sort of what it was like working with Bill Murray. When you talk to the production company or the director uh, or the writer, their stories about how they actually wound up getting Bill Murray for the movie hmm. because but, it's so it's because it's so difficult to get can a hold I tell of you, Bill Now Murray. knowing all this information, yeah. it kind of makes me like Bill Murray a no, lot less. No, 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 no. I will say this, though. I once followed... Yo, why are you always... No, 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 no. Let me say this. Horrible people. Bill Murray is actually a nice guy when you talk to him. Like, I'm he, sure. I, walked, I walked with him up the street once just because I wanted a picture with him. And yes. he was super, he's a super okay. nice you, guy. Okay. You, have to under, be, you have to understand but. when people are on their best behavior in those situations more, right? You, you have to know that. That's like when, everybody, when anybody asks you, like, who's the rudest person you ever interviewed? I'm like, it's tough for me to answer because everybody's on their best behavior around me. Yeah. I'm going into a room with cameras. Like, I don't know who's nice, who's not nice. And it's only afterwards that you hear about the people who aren't nice. Sure, I, I've seen, I'll name people who aren't nice, but mm-hmm. I'll name the people who are nice. I'll, name, some, I'll name somebody. Do you know who the one person is that I never say is nice? No matter, like, I will never lie about it. When Ooh. somebody says who's, like, the meanest person you've ever talked to. Or, or, or who's the, the person that, like, we as the public, as the audience get totally wrong consistently. Please don't say The Rock. Please don't say The Rock. No. Who? Maury. <laughs> I was gonna say Carol Channing. Yeah. Well, who are you gonna say? Carol Channing. Carol Channing, and and also and also more. <laughs> Got him. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, here we go. All right, Mocha, are you ready? Of course. Yeah. Screw that up. Do it again for me, but like, don't be so energetic. Just say like something nice and then i can just hey Roz, you look nice today stop, like not jacket. that kind of nice oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay i meant tone wise oh hey mocha uh, yeah you ready uh-huh. let's do the news the Roz and mocha show podcast news break uh we know that kim kardashian bought kanye out of their house in hidden hills for 20 million dollars but Ooh. uh now there's new information coming out that kim also flipped him three million in cash just for the contents of the house Hmm. Um, apparently the negotiations between them were completely amicable um, and the uh, art in the house had a lot to do with where they came up with that $3 million price tag. This is the house that's like Everything in there is minimalist, all white. Yeah, the white one, table, white chairs, white couches, white everything. So they bought the house in 2014 for 20 mil. 
Yeah. And then spent 20 mil renovating it. Yes. Which is remember an incredible that on amount of money. Uh-huh. Uh, Kanye was part of the design team. They brought in this guy, the Scandinavian designer, I believe he was. And then they just turned this McMansion, which is really all it was, yeah. uh, into this sort of beautiful, beautiful showpiece. Uh, and then Kanye also just listed his uh, one of his Wyoming properties for 11 mil. And he bought a $57 million uh, mansion in Malibu. So he's not far from Kim and really? the kids. Yeah, like a lot. Wow. So he bought that place in Wyoming for 14 mil. He's selling it for 11 mil. So he's taking a bit of a hit on that. Um, but uh, it also came with $300,000 worth of livestock. I didn't know Kanye was what? a Yeah, he was a farmer. Like, I guess a no. rancher. Yeah. Nah, he wasn't doing or, any Or you of pay stuff. somebody to yeah, do that. a bunch of people. But the, the property he bought in Wyoming came with $300,000 worth of livestock, though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. I didn't know Kanye was a farmer. Also, Kanye, I should stop calling him Kanye because it is officially Yee now. Is it really? Yep. No what? last name, no middle name, just Yee. Uh, he said that this was for personal reasons. Yee or Yee? Yay? Well, yay? how is it in the Bible? What is it in the Bible? I think it's yay, isn't it? He I, calls himself uh, yay. He definitely calls himself yay. But in the Bible, it's what? Oh, you're asking the wrong guy. No. Or I guess the right guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. asking the right guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, church every day, Okay, man. Because, because I'll tell you. So so in a two thousand, because this is the interesting part, because okay. in an interview that he did in 2018, um, Kanye said, uh, I believe ye is the most commonly used word in the Bible. And in the Bible, it means you. So I'm you, I'm us, it's us. What did you put in there, Maury? Him saying it. Him saying it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So listen to this. I want to hear the I way he says yay it. yay is the most yay. commonly used word in the Bible. And in the Bible, it means you. So it's, I'm you. I'm us. It's us. It went from being Kanye, which means the only one, to just yay, just being a reflection yay. of our good, our bad, our confused, everything. That I'm just more of a, a reflection of who we are. This is beings. But, yeah, when people, so but when people read the Bible, they don't say yay. They say ye. Um, I think it depends on the context, right? Like, ye have it, it faith ref- or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. But, you know, but listen. for him, we've all called him yeah, yay. Yeah, we call him yay. Right. And he calls himself yay. Interesting. Well, it's just yay now then. So there's so no, no yay West, no nothing like that. Nothing. Huh? No yay Donald West, nothing. Maury. And when we are, I guess, announcing something, we'll, we go, hear ye, hear ye. No, it's hear yay, hear yay. Well, in terms of Kanye. Exactly. Hear ye, hear ye, everybody. Kanye Donald West. I don't know if Donald's his middle name or not. I don't just made that up. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I had this story earlier and just wanted to confirm it. And it's been confirmed by two writers from Variety okay. who were at the premiere of The Eternals last night in Los new Angeles. New Marvel movie. The new Marvel movie, the Angelina Jolie movie. Yeah. Selma Hayek. Yep. She's in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this, and Kunal and Johnny. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. he's yeah. You got Jack for that movie. Yeah. So the story goes. The headline is this: is that joining the MCU, and they tried to keep it a secret for as long as they could, but it all went to hell last night and got out. Yeah. Is that Harry Styles has joined the MCU? Stop it. And Harry Styles is in the Eternals. Stop it. Playing. Depending on sort of which, I don't know what name they give him, but it's yeah. either Eros or Star Fox. And Eros slash Star Fox is the brother of Thanos. No. Get out of here. So here is, um, let me read you the description of Star Fox's powers. Star, Come on. Okay. Star Fox possesses 
the psionic ability to stimulate the pleasure centers of the brain of people within 25 feet of himself. This power, which emanates from him at all times, causes other beings to feel good around him. Does that not just sound like Harry Styles playing Harry Styles? By concentrating, he can magnify these emanations, provoking such extreme pleasurable sensations that a person becomes slightly aroused, euphoric, or totally sedated. What? So, so he makes you feel some types of ways? Yes. That's Thanos' brother. Yes. Dog, come on. Yeah, it gives you the tingles. Like your brother had the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. And you... Yeah. And make people feel yes. certain types of ways. Yes. Thanos could snap his fingers and destroy galaxies. Eros drops panties. <laughs> Snaps his fingers and you close right? fly off. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. But anyway, two writers from Variety. No two, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, two writers from Variety have uh, written about this. So unless they are completely insane and would also be slightly unethical and a crazy troll job. Um, but yeah, that is the, that's the story of the Eternals is that, uh, Harry Styles is Star Fox slash Eros. So take that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I apologize tomorrow, but that's the, uh, that's the way it is right now. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what he is, right? <laughs> that's, that's the character. He's a lover, not a fighter. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I, uh, Novak Djokovic. Sounds like he's ready to sacrifice his Australian Open title defense uh, for not being vaccinated. Mm. So the Grand Slam event was due to start January in Melbourne, and it's unlikely that any unvaccinated athlete will get uh, a visa to come into the country and cross the border. Uh, Djokovic has said that he, I mean, he hasn't said, but he's implied that he hasn't been vaccinated. So he said this, uh, things being as they are, I still don't know if I will go to Melbourne. Uh, I will not reveal my status, whether I have been vaccinated or not it is a private matter and an inappropriate inquiry and then back in april 2020 he said i'm opposed to vaccinations and i wouldn't want to be forced by someone to take the vaccine in order to travel so it's looking like he is now because that espn um commentator just uh walked away from espn yesterday for not being uh vaccinated so she chose to walk away from her job yeah uh evander kane um san jose sharks was suspended 21 games. I've seen guys in hockey almost kill another guy on the ice and not get 21 games. Evander Kane got 21 games for submitting a fake COVID-19 vaccination (gasps) card. No. So he's going to forfeit $1.68 million of his $7 million salary. Uh, he said this in a statement, I would like to apologize to my teammates at San Jose Sharks organization and all Sharks fans for violating the NHL COVID protocols. I made a mistake when I sincerely regret and take responsibility for. Mm. It's 21 games. That's an incredible suspension. Yeah, you're just only apologizing because you got caught. Right? Yeah, I mean, you're going to get caught doing that. That's crazy to me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, uh, ooh, geez, this is getting, I was going to say petty, but it's just, it's not petty. It's, uh, this is wild. Um, the situation with Travis Barker um, 
and who's he married to? Not Caitlin. Who's he getting no, engaged Courtney. to? Courtney Kardashian. Yes. Uh, and Travis Barker's, yeah, well, Travis Barker's ex-wife, Shannon Mochler. Yeah. So we know that she has accused um, the Kardashians of breaking up her family because she had said that Travis had an affair um, with Kim. Mm-hmm. If you remember, and that was the one of the reasons why they had problems and wound up getting divorced. They have two kids. So they have Landon and they have their daughter's name is Alabama, um, Shanna and Travis Barker. And then so after this engagement happened, um, everybody, you know, reposting pictures, everything else. So the kids got into it. And I guess there was a big celebratory dinner with Travis, Courtney, everybody else. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, Travis's kids and Courtney's yeah, kids? Yeah, so okay. everybody's wow. all there, all celebrating, big extended family, everything else. And so Landon in Alabama, um, Travis is kids with uh, with Shanna. Of course, they post about it, right? Yeah. And then so Landon captain his uh, picture uh, with so happy for me and my new family. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Alabama wrote, so happy you guys, love you both. Uh, and then their mom, Shanna, what yeah. people noticed was on her Instagram after her kids posted sort of congratulations messages to their dad and his new fiance, Courtney Kardashian, their mom, Shanna, scrubbed her Instagram of any pictures of the two of them. Of the kids? Of the kids. <gasps> Come on. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like you feel that... Like yeah, that way about it that you would go and delete your own children yeah. off of because Instagram because your children wish them well, their dad. Yeah, oh, you need to talk to right? someone. I know. There's Get a there's help like, with those feelings. I know. There's a emotions. lot. There's a lot going on wow. there. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, let's talk about uh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> so yes. you, you'll see this trending. It's been trending for days now. Let's go, Brandon. Um, this all started at a NASCAR race when an NBC reporter was listening to the crowd chant. And the crowd was chanting F Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the NBC reporter thought that they were encouraging Brandon Brown, who's a NASCAR driver. So the crowd was chanting F Joe Biden and they interpreted it as, let's go, Brandon. As you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> okay. oh, no. You can clearly hear. You can clearly hear that they're saying F. Joe Biden. So now. It's like, I think she knew that's what they were chanting. But right. because she knew she was on television, on the spot, she right. made up something right. to make the audience feel like oh maybe sure. she's right they're actually screaming out let's go brandon. as you can hear the chants from the the crowd let's go brandon <laughs> okay so let's go brandon so now let's go brandon okay yeah. is now a way like if you just chant let's go brandon uh-huh. you can say let's go brandon but what you're actually saying is f joe biden let's go brandon Um, And so now people who want to say F Joe Biden are now just yelling, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Everywhere. Wow. Uh, So much so. And normally conservatives aren't the most creative people when it comes to the arts, right? It's just they just don't have that thing. Um, However, if you look on the. Just go to NASCAR. Right. If you look on the rap charts on iTunes. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, you're going to see a song called Let's Go Brandon no, by, not. yes, you are, by a guy named uh, Loza Alexander, who is actually a MAGA rapper. So he is a, no. he's a, he's <gasps> like, this is maybe, this may be like the first hardcore conservative MAGA entertainer to go number one anywhere. Yeah. Um, but this is uh, Loza Alexander with Let's Go Brandon. Don't nobody want this commie because we're not in China. Everybody hated Trump and now they have to catch a body. What they get for treating us like we in square games. Green light mandate like he's insane. These times people waking up to anything. Go Brandon, but we all know what the saying means. Let's go Brandon. Wow. Let's go Brandon. What they saying, huh? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yo, the production it's on that's so, pretty hot, though. It's so wild how the world works, man. How something like that, it just takes off. And now, forever, anytime anybody ever says, let's go, Brandon, you are only going to hear F. Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Halloween Kills still crushing the box office. And... The the story with Michael Myers on Halloween Kills, and I learned about this like when I was like a little kid when the Halloween movies were out, and I never really believed it until it was just confirmed years later, and that is the Michael Myers mask from Halloween, the original mask, and they've done different versions since that look very similar, but the original mask was a Captain Kirk mask. It was William Shatner's face. So weird. That was a Halloween mask that you could, I guess, then buy. Uh, William Shatner, fresh from space, uh, was doing an interview yesterday and was asked about his feelings that uh, even after all these years, Michael Myers is still killing people in a uh, uh, Shatner mask. I don't remember the exact moment, but I thought, is that a joke? Are they kidding? And then I saw, I don't think I saw the movie, but I saw the the mask probably in a picture and I recognized it as the death mask that they had made for me. Um, they made a mask of my face on Star Trek with clay uh, so that I wouldn't have to be available for the prosthetics that they would put on my face to look old or, or uh, evil or whatever it was that they were making me look like. So that mask is existed in Star Trek. So somewhere along the line, somebody got that mask and made a, made a mask of it for Halloween, and then the story is, get me a mask, uh, said the director. So the guy ran into this Halloween store and grabbed this mask, and it happened to be of me. Uh, that's the story I know. Uh, how true it is, I don't know. Wow. That I didn't know. Like, yeah. what made them during the original making of the first Halloween, Mm -hmm. get that particular mask. I don't think it was some big story. I think it was go and find something that'll work. Literally what William Shatner just said. Yeah, a props person. You know, if you can't find one, make one. But they just happened to find one. And I guess at the time, because the mask was like all loose and floppy and, and horrific, uh, and, it's it's uh, just what worked, right? Because but those old masks, <laughs> like if you remember, I don't know. Do you remember when you were a kid? Like those old rubber masks that you would be able to pull on over your head. You can't buy those anymore. Like nobody sells them because after a while, all masks at the time were those rubber masks that you would pull over your head, mm-hmm. and then they transitioned into the hard plastic ones with the elastic around your head. Mm-hmm. You probably remember those, yeah, right. Do you remember the rubber ones that you pull over your head? I have a Darth Vader one. That's rubber. Right. And it stinks. Yeah. It stinks. 
the chemicals that they use to make it are not healthy for children. Horrible for you. Horrible. And it gets so hot. Yes. Not yes. enough ventilation. Zero ventilation. One tiny little <laughs> hole where the mouth is. Yeah. Like one tiny yeah. little hole. And maybe a couple of holes for your eyes. Yeah. But that's yeah. About it. And you start sweating and everything oh. else. Anyway, but uh, those old rubber masks, that was like, there was everywhere. You could walk in any Halloween store and there would be a Spider Man, a Superman, a whatever, 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 yeah. right? And, uh, and sometimes they had like that fake real hair yeah. on the top as opposed to just being painted. Like they actually oh, put like little wigs on it and stuff. Oh. Oh, so Super creepy. creepy. But anyway, that's uh, that's Shatner on that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Gwyneth Paltrow on with uh, Ellen DeGeneres. We all know. Do you watch that Goop show on Netflix? Does Jenna watch that? Mm-hmm. Your wife? No? no. So good, man. It's so good. Uh, I love Gwyneth Paltrow and everything Gwyneth Paltrow does. And, you know, like the selling the candles, like this smells like my vagina and just like all of that crazy sure. stuff that Gwyneth Paltrow does. Uh, so here she is with Ellen talking about her teenage son's reaction to some of the things that oh, Gwyneth Paltrow no. sells. Oh, dear. Is this something you're selling? You sell this? Can you show that on TV? <laughs> I, like like that, and then put it back. Like, oh, my God. So you sell this. Are, the, are these popular? They're, yes. They're very, very popular. popular. And you know what is so interesting? It's like, why are we embarrassed about pleasure, you know? Oh, I'm not embarrassed about pleasure, but yeah. I'm embarrassed about that. <laughs> do you have one of these? I do. Really? I do, yeah. Huh. I do. Interesting. You know, people go on business trips and stuff. (laughs) So Moses doesn't like to see a bra strap. How does he feel about things like this that that you're selling? What does he feel about this? Can I tell you the sweetest thing? This really happened a few weeks ago, a few months ago. He said, you know, Mom, out out of nowhere, he said, Mom, I was really embarrassed for for a minute that Goop sold vibrators. And then I realized, like, no, this is great. You're making people feel not embarrassed to buy something, and that's great. You're a feminist. And I was like, thank you, my dear. That's so sweet. <laughs> so cute. How old is he? He's 15. That's oh, really sweet. Oh, it was really, really nice. Good friend. Very cool. I'm sure he's still embarrassed, but, you know, at least he's putting a good spin on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yo, that kid is hella embarrassed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, um, Kate uh, Beckinsale, the story was that she was hospitalized on set of, like, some action movie that she was doing not too long ago and had to like go to the ER like full like emergency room stuff she Mm -hmm. really really hurt her back and I we all thought that it happened on set that it was like some stunt gone wrong Uh, but Kate Beckinsale was talking to Corden about what actually happened listen to this I was in my hotel room putting on a pair of leggings and then sort of it felt like a kind of a guitar string snapped (gasps) And everything was horrific. I mean, worse than having a baby bad, bad. And I couldn't walk, and I couldn't lie down, I couldn't sit down, I couldn't do anything. So eventually we were trying to figure out how to kind of get out of the hotel room to go to hospital because I couldn't, I couldn't sit or stand or do anything. So eventually an, an ambulance came and they sort of rolled out a sheet and, and picked me up in it like a sort of a sausage and then put me on a... <laughs> <laughs> and put me on a gurney, and then and then I went to hospital and, and was given a lot of drugs. And I don't drink at all. Yeah. So I really found out what kind of a drunk I am fast. Wow, wow. So did everyone else. And so I'm not a kind of, do you know who I am, have you seen all my films type, which is a huge relief. Yeah. So I'm really glad I'm not. But I am a, everybody's trying to steal my <laughs> ovaries. <laughs> oh, you fell into that sort of vibe. Yeah. But I'm all right now. But you're back now, funny. and look at you. Yeah, look at me. Look at yeah. you. Leggings yeah. a go-go. Yeah, I got these on all right. 
See, you would not believe the amount of people yesterday that after this story came out was like, this is what they told me. Look at me. This is, this is what you get for wearing tight pants. <laughs> this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And picking you up off the of hotel yeah. floor. Like a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> and like but Kate yeah. Beckinsale, she's been in all those like those underworld movies yeah. where it's like fast action, like, you yeah, know, man. you would think on a film set. It would happen, not yeah. bending over and putting on But that's leggings. what we all thought, though. We all thought it happened because she was in Vegas, I think it was, shooting. And we all thought, everybody thought that she hurt herself on set. But no, it was leggings. Mm. So Leg- you can be a little bit more careful now? Me? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Don't bring me and my tight pants into this. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, all, <clears throat> I'm all choked up now. Don't hurt yourself. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, lots of fighting today. Uh, so Megan McCain, who just released her book called Bad Republican, and she's uh, now doing a few interviews talking about um, what the environment was like at The View and how toxic it was and how they begged her to stay for the remaining two years of her contract, but she wow. wanted to leave, uh, and that she came back um, with some really serious postpartum um, issues after her maternity leave and that one conversation with Joy when Joy was like, I didn't miss you one bit on the mm. show. Uh, so she's based her sort of book and uh, a lot of the book around her time on The View. Yeah. And now uh, sources tell TMZ that uh, the heads at ABC are furious at Megan's new memoir and the subsequent interviews that she's been doing, characterizing The View as a toxic work environment full of co-workers, co-hosts who despised her. Uh, TMZ is told that ABC execs say the notion that Megan left on her own because she says she walked away uh, is wrong. And what she's also wrong about, according to uh, the insiders, is that her claim that uh, everybody was oozing toxicity, toxicity except for her. One source says that Megan was essentially forced out of her role after an internal investigation into the environment she describes, which we're told was in fact real. So it was very toxic. However, they go on to say, but mostly due to Megan's behavior on and off camera not her co-workers or the other way around so abc is now coming back and um fighting uh against megan's claims that they um created a toxic work environment maury this is the clip here that uh, she was talking about from the view when they uh, she came back from, from oh that. the joy clip yeah I'm talking about, I'm talking okay, about somebody so much, yeah. Joy, you Traitor. missed me so much when I was on maternity leave, you missed me so much, you missed fighting with me, don't I did not, you miss fighting I did with not me. miss you. Okay, <laughs> I, somebody, oh let somebody answer <laughs> the question, can I, can I weigh in? or I'm moving on. I'd like to that's weigh in. Like yeah. so can I weigh in? Okay, guys, guys, rude. Like, hold on, we? hold on, stop, everybody stop, everybody stop. That's so rude. The The one thing that, even, I love watching people fight on television. Right. Like I really do. I like a good tussle, um, but it's only watchable when you get the sense that regardless of how hard people are going at each other, that there's a level of respect there. Mm -hmm. And the view became unwatchable because you got the sense that nobody actually respected the people that they were talking to. And it became very uncomfortable. Right. It became very uncomfortable to watch. It sounds like or looks like they genuinely hate each other. Yeah. It's 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 like when you would have a friend over and your parents would start fighting. Right? Sure. That feeling. That's yeah. the feeling I got when I was watching The View. You uh, lean over to your friend. This doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just not good. It's uh, not a good place. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so they put together in a new poll the 
100 greatest television shows of the past 20 years. So the 100 greatest television shows since the year 2000. Um, And they polled 200 television specialists from 43 countries. Uh, So I guess like writers, reviewers, this kind of thing. So again, these these shows that um, started after 2000 or could they have had like a run? No, nothing that debuted in the 90s. That's that's, that's why The Sopranos isn't on the list. Even even though, yeah, so even though a lot of The Sopranos happened in the the 2000s, there's no, there's no Sopranos on the list. So you Uh, won't get any of those actual shows that are usually number one, like Seinfeld and stuff. No, because Seinfeld mm. debuted in the 80s. Oh, can I guess? Not? The Office. Is The Office on there? Uh, well, yeah. So here's the thing is that which office are you talking about? Oh, UK or US? Oh, the US one. Well they're, well, they're both on there. Yeah, but the US one's got to be higher. What do you say, Maury? I say UK is higher. You say UK is higher. Uh, Maury is, in fact, correct. Because Ricky Gervais. The uh, Gervais. Isn't that how you say it? No. (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, The Office uh, UK is, in fact, higher. The Office UK came in at uh, number nine. So it was one of two comedies to make the top ten. Big Bang Theory. Uh, Big Bang Theory is not on the list. What? Uh, Sorry, it is. It's number 56 on the list. Oh, my God. Yeah, way down there. Uh, um, The Office. Hold on here. Let me find out where The Office US is because that's what Mocha wants to know here. Jeez, I don't even know where The Office US is on this list. It's on there. Hold on. Don't tell me The Office US is lower than Big Bang Theory, (laughs) which is at 57. Um, The Office US is 39. Oh, yes. Thank God. Is 39. Oh, Law and Order. Uh, No. No. Like, we're talking good television shows, Maury, not just the TV shows that you like. <laughs> well, that's the only ones I can say. I know. Okay, so do you want me to do, like, the top ten? Yeah, please. Okay, so let me let me fill out a couple other ones here. Uh, so uh, shows like RuPaul's Drag Race is at number 67. Mm-hmm. Uh, Battlestar Galactica was at 70. Gilmore Girls is at 73. Oh, Jersey Shore. Um, Black Gnome. Again, I'm going to say the same thing to you, man. Okay, these I are just so like what, what people would call the greatest shows of all time, not yeah. just the shows that you like. <laughs> okay. Uh, Black Mirror was at 22. Curb Your Enthusiasm at 21. Veep is at 24. Orange uh, is the New Black. Girls was at uh, 30. Orange is the New Black is on here somewhere, but I don't know where. It's buried down deep in the list here. Um, okay, so six, six Feet Under was 13. Um, BoJack Horseman. People love this show. I've never yeah. seen this show Ridiculous. in my life. Never seen this show. So at number 10, Succession. Okay. At number nine, Office UK. Yep. Number eight, The Americans. I know people love that show. Never seen that show. At number seven is The Leftovers. I know people love that show. Never seen it. Never seen that show. At number six is I May Destroy You. Mm -hmm. I know people love that show. Never seen that show. At number five is Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. At number four is the only other comedy to make the top ten. Which is? Fleabag. Oh, that show's fantastic. Oh, okay. And at number uh, three is uh, Breaking Bad. Hmm. At number two, want to take a shot at number two? Sex Education. Survivor? No. Is it uh, reality? No, there's no no reality shows on Mm. here. Sex Education. No. Uh, No, Mad Men? Yeah? Is that number two? Never watched it. Never seen an episode of Mad Men. Enthusiasm. But I I know people love. I know people love. Uh, Okay, so what's number one? The Wire. Oh, good one. Yeah, and again, never seen The Wire. This this top ten list is full of shows that I've never seen, which rarely happens when you start counting down. Well, now you got some homework I to do. Know. <laughs> That's a lot of TV, bro. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Will you be joining Donald Trump's new social media platform? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. He's not serious. Uh, is Trump he? Media and Technology Group, the yeah. TMTG, 
as it's known. Uh, Donald Trump's company announced what? yesterday. Uh, yes, very close. TMNT? Yeah, Teenage Mutant Teenage Girls, right? Oh, God, TMTG? No. Teenage I, Mutant Teenage Girls. I am not girls. joining that platform. No. no. Uh, okay, so they announced yesterday the launch of a new social network called Truth Social. <laughs> How original. A beta version will be uh, available to invited guests in November on a nationwide rollout. It is expected uh, that the first quarter of 2022, according to the press release, the company says its mission is to, quote, create a rival to the liberal media consortium and fight back against big tech companies of Silicon Valley. What's it called? Uh, Truth Media? No, Truth. Truth Social. Truth Social. Uh, they say Trump isn't just launching an app per se, uh, but he's launching a media subscription service, TMTG Plus. Oh, oh Teenage Mutant Teenage Girls Plus. <laughs> no, uh, I am definitely not signing up for that. That quote will feature non-woke entertainment programming, news, podcasts, and more. Mm. Uh, a quick scan of the um, terms and conditions, because that's really where you find out what these sites are like, right? Yeah. What you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. Uh, one of the things you're not allowed to do on Truth Social is criticize Truth Social. Oh, so, <laughs> they, I hate this platform. So it doesn't work on my phone. <laughs> quote, users must not disparage, tarnish, or otherwise harm, in our opinion, us or the site. Users are also told that they must not, quote, annoy any of the site's employees, which God. I guess would include Donald Trump, right? So he'll have the power, what I'm guessing, mess. to kick you off just because you're annoying. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> this is nuts. Who puts in the terms and conditions that annoying people That's, will lose the privilege of you know being many, a part of it? You know how many trolls <laughs> are going to sign up for Truth Social? Oh, it's going to be oh, crazy. This is going to be a mess. That'll be the best, like, $4 anybody spends in a month, right? But, my God, uh, you are not allowed to, quote, annoy any of the site's employees. No, like, that dumb. is so subjective. Like, I know when people say you can't post anything offensive and you're like, yeah, but who determines what's offensive, right? Mm -hmm. Like, who is – I get that you can have a clause saying you can't post offensive things on on, on sites and whatnot. But my, 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 my fear is always, well, who's in charge of determining what is and what is not offensive? Because what's offensive to me may be completely different to you. But According when to you, this, it but, might be Donald Trump. But when one. you throw in you're not allowed – to be annoying yeah that's even more subjective than being and that's gonna make, like the trolls want to <laughs> sign up even more i'm telling you man they are going to he is going to think that this thing is such a massive success yeah because of the amount of people that are going to sign up for it and subscribe to tmtg what was it donald trump media and technology group plus Plus what? Um, that uh, <laughs> that it, it, he's going to be inundated, and they're going to they're going to tout it as this huge success, and it is going to be entirely populated by trolls. Yeah. Entirely populated by trolls to the point of where it won't even be able to exist anymore. No, no, it won't last a year. Are you kidding me? Oh, I don't think it'll last months. No, like as a social platform, and I don't know what it's going to look like. I I don't know if there's going Twitter? to be like a Twitter <laughs> aspect to it, or yeah. you're going to like Tumblr. Or, do you, do you remember that? Do you remember that thing that they tried to start? All those rich guys tried to start that platform where it was small television shows, where it was like these bite-sized television oh, shows. Uh, quit. What was it? What was it called? Quibi. Quibi. Quibi right. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. like they couldn't even get Quibi off the ground because people. And they don't had famous people exactly. attached to it. They don't. People don't want that, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't work. I have no idea. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
So wow. I guess there's an Instagram account called Hollywood Star Kids, and they post paparazzi pics of Hollywood Star's kids. Oh and God, yesterday, cool. Blake Lively uh, left a comment on their feed because they added a picture of her kids. And she wrote this. This is so disturbing. Uh, I've personally shared with you that these men stalk and harass my children and you are still posting. You said you would stop. You personally promised me this is not casual appreciation. This is you also exploiting very young children. Please delete, please. And then uh, she goes on to say that some parents are okay with this. We are not. And then she urged everybody to unfollow the site. And then she posted on her own story saying thank you to everyone who unfollowed accounts who exploit children. Um, you make all the difference. Thank you for your integrity. Thank you. Um, that is scary. Didn't even know that people still did that. I mm. guess on social they do, but I know that on shows like ET Canada and we like we stopped doing that years ago. About celebrity kids? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we just stopped and nothing changed, right? Like you just you realize that you don't really gain anything by posting a picture of Who was it? Of somebody and their kid, like was it Halle Berry? Remember, there was that video of oh, Halle yeah, Berry dropping like, her kid off at daycare, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, running yeah. up on a paparazzi, and being like, yeah. "How dare you?" Yeah, like you just sort of like even and even I think about it now when it we used to when, when we used to post pictures. Like back in the day, there was like I remember very well back in the day when there was a picture of Surrey Cruz on the cover of one of the magazines, whether it be People or Us or who know Inside mm. or one of those magazines, and she was wearing like I guess like little kid heels kind of thing, and there I was like, there, that, there was yeah. an uproar over over that, and that was a cover of a magazine, and everybody was just talking about it. And you realize that you're just talking about children. Yeah. Right? Like you're, you're having all what these they like, know? They don't know anything. No, you're like interviewing experts and stuff like this, you know, about somebody's kid. And it's just super weird. I didn't think that anybody did that anymore, to be honest with you. Mm. But uh, but I guess they, they still do the on, on social media. It, I, yeah, I'm not going to say the account again. Okay. I shouldn't have said it in the first if place. If you already know, then go and follow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. On Ellen today, Khloe Kardashian sits down Ooh, um, and spills a little bit of dirt about when the new show is going to air, the new Kardashian show. Hey, when is the, the, the you already started show, shooting your new show and it's on Hulu and I hear it's going to be like soon, like we, we're going to be able to see it like in a few months? Yeah, I think in a few months, either end of January, uh, early February. That's fast. Really fast. So that's the beauty of Hulu. We're streaming and we get to have a much quicker turnaround than previously and yeah. we're really excited. They're here now in the back shooting with us and Oh. We're so happy to be, you know, up and rolling again. That's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, and uh, happy birthday to Chloe's sister, Kim, 41 yeah. years old today. There you go. And uh, speaking of Kim, uh, Deborah Messing was on the Tamron Hall show and walked back her comments. If you remember when they announced Kim Kardashian was hosting Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Uh, Deborah Messing tweeted, why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film, TV show or album launch am i missing something uh so that's what she wrote she took a lot of heat for it and then of course kim went on the show and crushed and i believe me i would have loved to have seen kim kardashian fail because i just love seeing people fail and it would have been great (laughs) Um, but i didn't even think that she would fail i knew kim kardashian would crush that show and they booked her for the show because they knew eyes would be on that of course i knew she was going to crush it and she did crush it yeah and uh and so this is um uh deborah messing uh, on with tamron hall I was not uh, intending to troll her. And, um, you know, if anybody took it that way, 
uh, I apologize. That was never my intention. She is this this phenomena. I mean, she, you know, she is a cultural icon. I am I am someone who grew up with SNL. Yeah, I love comedy, and um, they have had for for decades this sort of formula. And um, I noticed that they changed the formula. And I was like, oh, does she have a new TV show coming out? Does she have a book coming out? Is she in a movie? And she didn't have anything coming out. Actually, her TV show had just wrapped. So I was just I was just confused. And I thought, you know, I have been living under a rock. I'm not really I don't have my like finger on the pulse of like pop culture. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, has she been doing something on the side that I'm not aware of? Mm Because I've been so focused on activism, yeah, and okay. clearly it, it was interpreted differently. She knows. You know what? I guess SNL did have a formula for a lot of years, right? But mm-hmm. you know what SNL has now? Terrible ratings, right? And Deborah Messing should know from having done sitcoms and television work. Mm-hmm. Deborah Messing has sat in a room, and somebody's walked into that room and said, "Hey, we got a great guest star coming up this week," and she's like, "Who's that?" And it's like some big star that's going to appear on the show. They do that because of ratings, right? Of it's it's they it's it's stunt. You do what you got to do, and that's just all SNL's doing, right? Yeah. They did the same thing with Elon Musk when everybody was like, "Why is Elon Musk hosting?" Hosting because they need people to watch the show, yeah. and they know that when people freak out over Elon Musk or Kim Kardashian, um, you know that it's going to get eyes on the show, and 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 it, I'm sure it kills a lot of people that Kim Kardashian went on and crushed it. Oh yeah, I think it people kills like Deborah Messing exactly. And Who's get, too busy with her activism, by the way? Right, right, that was the best line. I guess I'm just too busy with my <laughs> activism. <laughs> To know, oh, you, to know how popular Kim Kardashian is, right? <laughs> That's the best line ever. I'm, I was so busy with my activism that I didn't realize how big Kim Kardashian was. Yeah. Like, are you even kidding me right now? <laughs> Come on. I got my pulse on the world. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hi, gang. Lots of questions to get through with today's Ask Roz and Mocha. We welcome Zofia. How you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Thank you very much for uh, for listening. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us on the phone. What is your question for the room? Uh, what's one dumb thing that you believed for a long time? Hmm. Before we Ooh. give our answers, Zofia, <laughs> what's your answer? What's one dumb thing that you believed for a long time? I'm actually really embarrassed to admit this, but do you remember the Enrique Iglesias song by Lamour? Oh. I actually thought it was about his mole. <laughs> Wait, what? What's the, the song called? Are you talking about yes. Bailamos? Bailamos! Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> you thought it was By My Mole? <laughs> yep. yep. Oh my. How old were you though? I was like early high school, so like. Oh, too 14, old. 15. Too old. Yeah. So you thought he was oh, yeah. like, By My Mole? <laughs> yes, yeah. Let this mole take control. <laughs> by My Mole. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. So when did you actually discover that it's Bailamos and not by my mom? A a high school party and uh, uh, the whole room laughed just like that. Oh, okay. (laughs) But it wasn't like years, right? You didn't go like years thinking this? Oh, okay, okay. No, it was like a couple, what, how long was it out? Maybe like a year it was out? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Um, my brother had a, I think it was a friend or a coworker or something like that, but like somebody, they were like well into their thirties and they were all just sitting around having a conversation. I don't know where they were talking about movies or evolution or whatever mm-hmm. sparked the conversation. But this person said, yeah, just like when the unicorns went extinct. <laughs> what? 
And then Wait, people, they like sort of like, la- they, yeah, a grown adult. And they sort of like paused and they were like, excuse me. And they were like, yeah, well, it's just like how the unicorns went extinct. And they, there was a realization in that moment. This person had believed their whole lives that unicorns existed at some point oh and that they, God. and they, and they went extinct. And now you have horses. Oh, oh my God. Right? Yeah. They, they just lost their horns. Yes. Yeah. They evolved. <laughs> they evolved out of their horns. Right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like a grown person this happened to. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you have anything though, Ross? Um, like something dumb that you believe for a real long time? I mean, not like through my adult life. Like we've talked before how, you know, when I was, you know, really young, I got into a big fight with a guy um, about where women pee. Like right? from where on their body? Yeah, yeah, because because I only saw my mom ever sitting, right? And mm-hmm. for me, I was like, well, when you sit, you you know, it comes out your butt. And um, I had, I remember being arguing with this kid. I was probably like young, right? Like maybe like even Cruz's age, yeah. like four or five, uh-huh. six maybe, where I was trying to convince him that women poo and pee out of their butt. Oh my god! Right, where like everything, everything just comes out of their butt. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, I the whole thing in the front was where the baby happened, right? Yeah. So all the dirty stuff in the back is where all the dirty stuff happens. Sure. Right. I didn't know, and I was convinced for a long time, and Until I wouldn't have age? any of it. I wouldn't have any of it. No. And then you learn, and you know, when yeah. you're like, you know, that same around that same age. But I remember like just looking at my mom because she would leave the door open, and I'd see my mom pee. And or poop. I don't even know what she was doing now. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, so both everything just comes at the butt. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even ask. I just assumed. Yeah. Right. Why, show boys you? And girls. Why would you th- sh- show? Like, what? <laughs> I was somebody, five. Oh, no, I didn't know if somebody like later in life had to correct you and be like, no, no. I didn't. I just literally just said this isn't something I believed until I was like in my 20s. You figured out when you're like a little kid, when somebody finally sets you straight. <laughs> like a girlfriend had right? to be like, like a no, no. Girlfriend. Oh, my <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So, Damon, do you have an answer for this? What's one dumb thing that you believed for a long time? I have three. Um, that uh, they shut Niagara Falls off at night. Mm-hmm. Like, for the longest time, I believed that because my friend told me, and I was like, that makes complete sense. That they, they shut it off? To save water. Like, nobody's there taking pictures, so there's a, a knob, and they turn off the falls. And yeah. then it's just start, like a rock face? And like, it's like it's an just... hours of operation where, like, come back at 6, we'll turn it back on. Okay, wow. Take, and, take how lo- and how old were you when you stopped believing that? Oh, no, I was told that at, like, 1819 and believed it then. That was an early life thing. No, no, but, but when did you when did you figure out that that was not the case? Like about a year later. Oh, okay. When I okay. told somebody and they were like, what oh, is that's wrong the worst with you? too. That's the worst when somebody lies to you like that yeah. and then you tell somebody else like it's a real thing yeah. and then it's suddenly you're the idiot? Um, I believe for the longest time that when people are old, like my Nana, I believe that they were born at that age. Like old people were born old. You know, and they just oh, got like really? the short straw. Like you're, you're born, you're old. Because I only ever remember Nana being old. Right. So I so, thought that's how she was born. Okay. What else? And I believed that islands were just pieces of land floating. I didn't know that there was like anything below holding them in place. <laughs> They were just like floating like around. A, like a, they were just like floating a, pieces like, of dirt. Like a, like a raft? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. But wouldn't that mean that the island would like move around? Like there was an anchor or something holding it down, but there was nothing underneath it. Like you could swim from underneath. Like uh, like uh, like Australia was just like it could wind up beside Canada one day. Like their, cli- <laughs> their climate could just change like, all the time on a windy day. Like on a windy like on a like on a windy day. What like a couple million Cubans immigrate to Newfoundland? <laughs> like depending on how how far how far Cuba goes. Yeah. yeah? Wow. Damn. Damn. Um. One dumb thing that I believe for a real long time was and i learned this late in life okay i'm talking like 
when Jenna and I first started dating. Okay. I learned. <laughs> I always thought filet mignon yeah. was fish because of the word filet. I thought it was like a type of salmon or a part of a salmon or something like that. Oh, filet oh, fish. Simply because really? of the word filet. Oh, not knowing that there's filet beef, filet chicken, Correct. like all, of this, kind of, all yes. of this stuff, right? And it was like we were, I don't know, I was going to her her mom's place for like a barbecue. Yeah. And then she said, she was asking like, I'm going to get some like filet mignon. Do you like that? And I was like, yeah, cool. I like fish or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and then they're like, what are you talking about? And then I said what I just told you guys. Yeah. And they're like, no, like, it's beef. Yeah, it's beef with bacon. With bacon. Right? Which I love. Yes. <laughs> the second part of it is when I found out that's what it was, yeah. I had had that before, not knowing that's what it oh, was called. Oh, so you had already had filet mignon. Yes. yes. I loved it. What did you... Jeez, oh, that's, the, that's the worst. See, that's that's embarrassing, right? Yeah. Like, that is, especially when you're that old, uh-huh. right? You want filet mignon. Yeah, I like fish. <laughs> Wow. So there you go, Sophia. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, girl. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Stephen <laughs> says <laughs> here, <laughs> hey, Razamoka, before we head out on a family road trip or vacation, we always download hours of the podcast and take you guys on the trips with us. That's very nice. Thank you. Um, it's a ritual now. Is there something special that you always do before heading off on a family vacation? Not mundane things like packing. I pack, like, if it's a road trip, I... I make sure that I have a bag of snacks. How long does a drive have to be before it's considered a road trip? Anything after over two hours. Mm, no. I say anything over four is a road trip. The one way. Yeah. yeah. Anything over four hours. Because I hate driving long distances. So to me, anything over two hours, you have to plan ahead for. But to me, that's not a road trip. That's just a long drive, mm-hmm. right? Like to me, a road trip has to be a multiple stops. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, you're just driving there. Like you're not, you're not, the, the, the road isn't the part of the trip. Six, maybe six hours. Like when Matthew right? and I drove to Cleveland and then Pittsburgh, that's a road trip. That's a road trip. Yeah. 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 You're staying overnight. And we stopped at Cleveland for an hour and then continued on to Pittsburgh. Right. Like, like, like leaving in the morning and sort of driving around, you know, for a couple hours through the country or you maybe go to like an antique store and then you come back. You've been gone like four and a half hours, whatever it is. That's not a road trip. Right? That's just a drive. Talking trip, trip. I like making playlists. Yeah. So playlists are always my thing. Really, huh? Have a killer playlist for a road trip. What do you listen to? Music? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But I guess now with a kid, you have to really plan ahead. You have to have his like goldfish bag of goldfish and all that. Like, yeah, his. Yeah, but you do that when you go to the dentist. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything's a road trip when you have a kid. I have to go to Canadian Tire. Yeah, everything's a road trip. It's his knapsack with like Hot Wheels and snacks and this and that. Yeah, my God. I'm like, dog, we're going to be there like 30 minutes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, no, no. You got to bring it all. You got to bring everything. Um, For me, in like a, a, a road trip, we don't road trip that much yeah Uh, we're out of town a lot but we don't road trip that much but i would say that the thing that i do like about road trips like when we've gone to buffalo um and then sort of like different places you know niagara falls buffalo and then a couple other you know parts of western new york and this kind of thing like i like those kinds of those kinds of road trips and for me um it's not so much in the car what I need for me, it's like what's going to make it fun when we get to the other get sure. to the other side, and so we'll pack for stuff like that, yeah. right? But um, but as far as road trips go, I am never fully comfortable just because I don't I'm not really comfortable in Catherine's car or many cars for that matter, and so I'm never really good like in a car for any sort of extended period. Do you have, period do you have of time. road trip outfits? 
Um, like nice sweatpants or <laughs> something a little looser? Nice. <laughs> looser than sweatpants? <laughs> What's looser than sweatpants? Pajama bottoms. No. Oh, no, God. No. Don't and, you have to have your, and you have to have your, your comfortable sort of headrest pillow kind of thing. Like your God. neck rest pillow? Like when your I, when I stop no. for gas at like an on route, right? And I see people get out, right? <laughs> no, 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 no joke. No joke. No yeah. joke, right? Okay. I'm, uh, I, I see people get out of the car, right? And they're like, these are grown people getting out of the back seat and they have like pajama bottoms on and stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. And then I look at the car and the car is Ontario plates, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so I, I'm not saying that they didn't go somewhere far and are on their way back. Back, but I'm sure. just saying, most likely, when you see them on the 401, they're coming from like Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah you wear yeah. pants. I understand that you left at like six in the morning or whatever ungodly hour you left at, but wear pants, right? <laughs> Especially when you know you're going to stop at an en route, right? Put pants on. Don't Step wear you don't, for a big yeah, stretch. You're grown. And you need to have one of those big, big, big cups of coffee. Yeah. Like no, the plastic Yeti. Yeah. Like you're grown. No, wear for me, pants. it's uh, it's playlists. And also, I'm kind of with Maury on snacks, the, yeah. the car snacks. What's your driving snack? Mine is Twizzlers. Um, I like Twizzlers. I like chips. Chips Fuzzy are the peach. best. Chips in a car, huh? While you're yeah. driving? Chips are so good. And, I need to have something uh, chewy. And, and candy. Any type of candy. I like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't stand uh, driving when I eat or eating when I drive, rather. Why? I don't like it. I don't no. enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I'm not pro- talking like a burger and fries. Yeah, no, I don't like Twizzlers. it. Nope. Don't don't really like it. Really? Have you tried it? Um, yeah, once there was something that Rox had in the car. Like, I don't know, like these dried edamame salt and pepper things. Yeah, but no, that was that wasn't for me. And I, I like when the sun no. hits the Twizzlers and they get a little bit softer. Like oh, through the, uh, Man, the windshield that is very or whatever. Specific. Yeah, no, it's very specific. Like warm, warm, warm Twizzlers. Warm back of car Twizzlers, huh? Yeah. Mark says here, how many fans? Do you think ask certain things just to get a reaction out of Roz versus hear Maury's random AF answers? I would say quite a few. Like majority? Yeah, majority, I would say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that people know that listen to the show or the podcast. Uh they know what sets me off. Uh-huh. And the people just troll you, right? I get oh, it. Time. I get it in DMs all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where people just troll, and then I'm like, oh no, I'm right about to a troll today, and then I'll realize, oh my god, that was literally just a troll mm-hmm. job. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm, just to get the reaction. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, yeah, I have yeah. a question for for Roz about cooking. Can I? Do I have to phone in, or can I just ask it? You can. I guess you can ask it. Sure. No, no, no phone in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Close the door too. Close the door because you know there's an echo. Yeah. Close the door. Okay. Okay. Do you know the number? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure question. <laughs> Hi, it's the Roz Mocha Show. Who's this? Hi, it's uh, Marcus. I have a question for Roz about Maury, cooking. Maury, you literally just told everybody that you're going in the other room to call. Uh-huh. You don't have to give a fake name. Oh, okay. Hey, you're I have so a question. So used to lying. So used to lying. I wonder, I, how many, I wonder how many guys on Craigslist ever talked to Marcus before. <laughs> Quite All a few. They All took that portion of Craigslist down. No. <laughs> yeah. How long ago? A heartbreak. Oh, like over a year ago. Where did everybody oh. migrate to after that? Well, there's fake Craigslist. Oh, okay. you shouldn't know that, man. <laughs> how, many, how many hours a day are you on fake you Craigslist.com? You shouldn't know that. Okay, my question is, what's, no, your, no. What's, what's your what's your cheating question? Yeah. What would you like to know? No, no, what's no, your, no it's what, a cooking question. Wait, 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 what's your yeah. uh, you, what's your username on that other uh, that other? No, you don't need a username no. on Craigslist. Him, you just he's write he's scratching the skin off his own arm. <laughs> he's so uncomfortable in there right now. He's like itching himself. Like yeah. he just got hives. He's Even so just talking, he just he broke out in hives talking about Craigslist. You literally. Psychopath. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Uh, you're such a liar. Okay, what is your cooking question? How often do they update oh that site, God. though? 
Is it I have every no day? idea. Here's my. Uh, no, I assume, no, it's whenever you I post assume. it. It's like every five minutes. Oh, every. <laughs> it it's always okay, new, cooking... right? It's always new. <laughs> yeah. It's always new. I got you. New content okay. every day. <laughs> new content daily. Every five minutes. Apparently. Fake Craigslist. Yeah. How many people okay, my are, cooking... are, uh, are on? Like, can you see how many people are part of that group? No, because it's like it's uh, it's like headlines. It's everybody. You write your own headline. What was the latest headline you read? Oh no, I, I have a question. We're running out of time. Okay. Like no, a legit not, cooking we have question. Infinite time. We're on a podcast. Yeah, there's no time limit. <laughs> what was the last headline you remember? Um, M for M in town uh, looking for M. M. You already established that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man for man looking for man. <laughs> man for man looking for man. <laughs> <laughs> so do you okay. go in do you go in on those posts and like do you tro- not M troll but like do you answer M people like say hey welcome to town if you're looking for a recommendation for a restaurant or make sure you check out a whatever whatever recommendation recommendation they don't want to know the recommendations for restaurants asking don't. what your tactic is to, to gain the trust of them before you start like really talking to them can i just ask my cooking question for the love of god <laughs> m for m looking for m <laughs> okay go ahead okay go is it true that oh, we just um, ran out of time this has been the ross and mocha show pot okay go ahead Oh, is it true that if you're cooking on a pan, like a nonstick pan, <laughs> that sometimes it's best to not clean it because then it makes your the rest of your food taste better the next time? No, 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 no. What kind of pan are you talking about? Like a like a nonstick metal pan. I heard that people don't clean their pans because then it adds flavor the next time. No, they're talking about cast iron pans. Mm. You're not using oh. a cast iron pan. You're using like no. a T-fowl nonstick, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, clean, clean that, that pan. stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Do you okay. have a, a nonstick? Uh, not nonstick, sorry. Do you have a cast iron? No, I want one, but I put my the other pan, the nonstick pan, um, away, and it had like beef oil, like juice in it. Yeah, but you can keep oh. that, right? Strain it. Keep it, strain it. Oh, I just left it in the back. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, the thing with nonstick pans, the problem that I, the reason I don't like nonstick pans is because most, 90% of nonstick pans, you can't use high heat with them. Yeah. Right? Because that, that it gets too hot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, because the, the coating on nonstick can only take a certain temperature and then it starts to either flake, bubble, ruined, or stuff will start to stick to it. And you'll get areas in the nonstick. Even if you can't see it from looking at it, there will be areas underneath that will forever be affected. And then you'll have these little pockets of your pan that will always... Is that why uh, most recipes it just says medium, medium high? Um, it depends on it depends on what you're it depends on what you're cooking. But you should absolutely not get a cast iron pan because you do not have the discipline for a cast iron pan. Mm. Cast iron pans, like I would cast burn iron, myself no, or something. No, cast iron pans are a lot of work, right? Like you have to season a cast iron pan, which means covering it in like lard and putting it upside down in the oven at like 450 for like three hours and oh stuff God. like this. See, I don't right? know oh my that. God, yeah. any of our cast yeah. irons, I I clean yeah. it. And I will do like um, just a paper towel with some oil. Yeah. And and just do that. Like that's the most yeah, I will treat yeah. the cast iron. Yeah, but you're not even you're not even. Some people 
you know, you're not even supposed to use water, according to some people on a cast iron I pan. I know. It's crazy. Right? Like, it's a lot oh, of wow. work. It's a lot of work keeping it clean, keeping it sealed, right? Like, keeping it seasoned. And then, yeah, with cast irons, you know, you can just scrape it off and rub it down a little bit, put a little bit of new oil on it, and you're good. And then you build up all that flavor in the pan. That's what people are talking about. They're not talking about, like, an $18 nonstick tea file from Canadian Tire. <laughs> wash that. See, this is why I phoned in. Yes, wash, why I phoned wash in. that. Wash right. that one. Uh, Marcus, thank you very much for your call. <laughs> Marcus. Thanks for having me. M4M, looking for M. Um, great, we're talking about cooking because Anne McPherson Sasu asks, has anyone ever created the Rosin Mocha cookbook? I've started round two of listening to the podcast, and I think it would be great if someone has put together uh, recipe number one, the icon. Oh, if someone has ever put it together, recipe one would be the iconic microwave hot dog, which you've talked about many times on the show, Ross. Hot dog in the microwave for 30 seconds um, with cheese on it. And when the cheese starts to blister, that means it's done. That's so gross. So gross. That I could is never like, eat anything oh, where... Me. That is like... <laughs> sorry. I could never eat anything where someone says... It, bl- <laughs> like it blisters. When, when it blisters, it's done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So gross. No, 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 no. Uh, no, I'll tell you why we could never do a Raza Mocha Show cookbook. Because I would never want any of my recipes appearing alongside Dan Morris. Yeah, absolutely. Right? There's, there's no, there's no way. Well, you could be, you guys could have the whole book and just shove me in the back. No, no, I wouldn't want your stuff in there at all. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no. So, no, it's a no bueno on a cookbook, uh, a show cookbook. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, sorry, I, I shouldn't say a show cookbook. It's a no bueno on a show cookbook if Damon Moore is included. Uh, Deborah says here, biggest sin to commit in the kitchen. Well, I just now learned now that I'm cooking, I'd say a big sin is putting burgers in the oven. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do that. Mm. But that's what I used to do until I realized that cooking them on the top part. <laughs> the top part? The ceiling? The stove? <laughs> the cupboard? Actually, the roof? <laughs> <laughs> when you cook it in the top, it, yeah. like the juices, and it's, it just tastes so much better than putting it in the inside. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay, this fair. Is why, this is why we can't have a cookbook. No. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. Um, I would say biggest sin while cooking. Man, there's so like there's so many um people who don't season enough. Mm-hmm. Um people who season too much. That's my my answer is going to be seasoning way too much. Yeah. Over seasoning and not um seasoning as you go. Right. I don't necessarily it's interesting it's it's interesting that you say that. I usually don't season as I go. No? No. Like you don't like season a little bit. Sometimes Let it you do have its to. thing, taste no. it. Nah, it needs a little bit more. No. I usually, um, like, for instance, if I'm making a soup, yeah. right? So here, so the way that I will make a soup is I'll take whatever the girls wanted. So if they want carrots and onion and what else do you put in a soup? Carrots, onion, and like, celery. let's they, say, let's they say. They don't put celery, do they? Yeah. Uh, they like no, 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 no. Neither of them like celery in oh, a soup. Thank God. Um, but there's something else. So what, so what I'll do is I'll take um, a little oil and butter, right? Mm-hmm. Little, I mean a lot. Uh, and I'll put it in a pot. And then I take the carrot and the onion and um, a ton of thyme and everything else. And I put that in there and I mix all that together in the oil and the butter and I cook that. And then I load that son of a bitch up with as much salt as I can and pepper. Really? Okay. And I build this giant flavor. So all the stuff from the onion and the carrot and everything else is all as, as they start to sweat, all that seasoning is in there. And then I pour in a little tiny bit of chicken stock 
and then I reduce that down to almost nothing. And then I put in a little more chicken stock and I reduce that. So basically I build my entire flavor for that soup before I've actually started adding anything else mm. for the soup. Oh, but then right? it gives it time to all blend. Um, no, but I. Uh, but what I'm saying right? is that all I do after all I do after my initial seasoning mm-hmm. is just add stock, reduce it away, add stock, reduce it away, and then I just add more stock. So I don't season after that. Mm-hmm. Like I will rarely put in more salt or pepper or anything after oh, wow. that initial sort of flavor bomb uh, at the beginning, and then afterwards is when I'll put in you know the the cooked chicken and the noodles. And also the thing that I realize is that when you're doing a chicken soup, I used to just take noodles, and I don't know why the hell I did this. I used to just take whatever noodles you wanted, and when your chicken soup is cooking, I would just put the noodles right in there and mm-hmm. just let them cook in the chicken soup, where I don't do that anymore. I cook the Separate. noodles separately because when you there's so much starch in noodles oh, that it sucks yeah. up it sucks up all, all your it sucks up all your your liquid. It sucks up all your broth, and then you just wind up with a big pot of noodles. So I cook them separately drain them, which I rarely do with noodles, uh, let them sit, let them puff up, and then throw them in the Did soup. You ever, have you when ever made a really good matzo ball soup? Uh, I don't even know. I've never made a really good matzo ball. Are you sure? Am I sure? <laughs> <laughs> like if he remembers? Like you think maybe he made Like one? I accidentally it, made matzo ball one day? And it was so good he forgot? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're the type of person that would enjoy making a good matzo ball soup. Like you could put two matzo no. balls in with your chicken soup. This is Maury's way of trying to trying yeah. to get you to make it so that yeah. you can bring it in for yeah. him. No, what, I want to make it and bring it in for you. What is matzah, anyway? I don't know what that is. Well, matzah is the Jewish crackers, right? right. Because the Israelites didn't have time to let their bread. I didn't bread need the whole the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just what is it, Okay, man? what is it? So then matzah balls are just the mushed down, or like the shredded matzah. So it's shredded, and then is it wet? Like, how do they make you the wet ball? it, right? So you would add the water to the matzah meal is what they call okay, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you would add salt and carrots and all that stuff. And then stuff does it sit cold or does it no, like hot, do, do you hot. No, but like to, to keep that form, how do you cook oh, it you put in it that in the, form? First you put it into the fridge for a while and then you form them into balls so you and do, drop you, them yes, in Yes, okay, yeah. okay. So you're cold, yeah. right? And then you go, do they cook on their own or do they cook in the stew, in, in the, the soup? In the soup. But the thing, they grow like 10 times, right? So if you, you have to make the ball, you have to make tiny balls right. to, make, to get big balls. Okay. <laughs> and you cook that on top? You cook it on the top part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. I've never. I've never. I. I don't even know if I've ever had matzo. Ah, <laughs> oh, this it sounds great. bland to me, though. The oh, way you it's full of flavor. It. Full of flavor. What kind of flavor? There's though? some seasoning in there. Okay, pepper but that, that's what makes the flavor. Pepper. <laughs> crackers and pepper. Look at Maury. Yeah. Have you ever made cracker and pepper soup before? <laughs> you have no. You have no. You have, you have, you have, and then you're like, no, man, that sounds boring. And then you're like, but my people. <laughs> That right? Like they give the people in jail, yes. man. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there's people out there listening to this right now that have made a killer yeah. matzo ball soup. And, and you ruined it. And you probably you just destroyed the, the recipe. Thank the you. How-to. Thank you. Thank you. Have you ever made wet cracker pepper soup before? Like mushed. It's delicious. It's delicious. It's a food of my people. <laughs> Yo, every week on Instagram, at Kiss925, we'll post a picture uh, that simply reads Ask Razamoga. This is where we get your questions from. So uh, keep them coming in. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss925. Kiss925.com or download the Kiss925 app.